0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Talk Shop, season seven, episode four, I believe.
1: (coughs) Five. I don't know offhand. I'll check. Uh, I should look. I I just deleted all the files off my desktop, so I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, it's episode four. four.
2: You're right. It's episode four.
1: All right. (laughs) Excellent. It's once we get past three,
0: that's when I start forgetting numbers. Yeah. Like that's because that's that's as high as I can count normally. So. (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) It's more than Valve. (laughs)
2: Well what the heck I'm Tom Joined today by Corey And I as always Am your beloved Samuel Samuel Samuel
0: You should put a little accent Over the the E in your name And then just go I'm
1: Samuel Or (laughs) something like that Have you ever gone by Samuel Or has it always been Sam
2: So I'm weird I uh On anything with my name written on it I like it to be Samuel Okay uh, but everybody just calls me Sam, and I don't care about that. But like on a name badge, like if it's a Sam, I get annoyed.
1: Okay, it, you just like, <laughs> like if it that looks makes better, any sense. Sounds sounds more official, maybe, or something like that.
2: Well, one really weird thing is is just breaking into my autism here. Is Samuel Center? Those those are the equal number of letters.
3: <laughs> 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 it's the okay. perfect name. Okay. So
2: <laughs> I like the fact that there's balance there, but if you say Sam Center. It I don't know it just sounds wrong. It's not as aesthetic. Yeah, it's all right. It, all it's right. Aesthetically, or displeasing. If you, is it still
0: even if you combine the two names together into one super name? Three plus you mean
2: like Sam Samuel Center. I guess. Be, well, we could
1: combine. We could just say Samson.
0: Samson. That's <laughs> like a medicine or something like some kind of prescription drug. Samsonite. Samsonite. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Samsonite. Prescription Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> the only
2: thing I can give you is a heavy dose of D, <laughs>
0: vitamin D. That is part of a balance. Yeah, get your
1: sunlight, kids. <laughs> yeah, go oh, touch speaking
2: grass.
1: of oh, the segue of the century. Oh boy! Daylight savings time. Oh,
3: oh yes. Oh, there we
2: go. Yeah. Why did it take so? Okay, so first of all, if you don't know, uh, there's in a the bill US. out right now to <laughs> cancel it in the United States. Yeah, it passed in the Senate. Um, and. Uh, bipartisanly supported i think it was the first unanimous vote in like 200 years it was,
1: it was unanimous <laughs> consent so like yeah they nobody objected right Is yeah that it's like, like during a normal hearing they'll just introduce a bill and be like hey we want to pass this by unanimous consent and then there, there's like five seconds of silence and if anybody objects it doesn't pass but like nobody objected the bill passed now it goes to the house their hearing aids are probably off yeah <laughs> it <laughs> <True>. happened <laughs> It happened right after, trading stocks uh,
3: Right after we spr,
2: (laughs) it happened right after we sprung ahead too. So I just love the idea that one of them like woke up and was like,
3: "I hate this bullshit! (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! I
2: slept through it again." (laughs) They tried this in the seventies. We need to get rid of it. True. Like I've always wondered. Like it's like it's like a relic from a. It's from the trains, right? They used to have to adjust time for the trains. I know. When they were getting
1: to ration power during World War Two, is that why? Is that the actual reason? Because
0: I've also heard I I guess I just am repeating something, but. They wanted the extra hour of daylight for labor in the winter, working on farms. I don't know if that's true. I've heard the power uh, rationing one. The other one you mentioned, Sam, I had not.
2: That's the only one it. I've ever... I've never heard your guys' I've only heard of that it was something to do when the railroad was new. So that's
0: pretty. that pretty much guarantees there's no actual reason. Yeah. Three different people have three different reasons for it, then it's probably <clears> not something we have to really be worried about.
1: Okay, apparently it got popular in the West in World War One. And it was okay. they were trying to save coal. Yep, I was. I was just looking it up too. You're right. It was.
2: Jeez it was to coal. reduce energy consumption. So now that's a fourth one. What the heck? What's
1: well, going it wasn't. On with this? It wasn't like invented. Big daylight for, savings. It wasn't invented for that. Apparently, it was like. You know, you read about these like really old, like in vogue, intellectual ideas. It was one of those where like somebody thought of it first. It wasn't like a a solution created for the war. It was like. Something that like people yeah, postpone yeah, the day by now, yeah, people in like powdered wig like cigar uh, cigar smoke filled rooms, like thought about and talked about, but like nobody had ever done <laughs> it, and then, like, yeah, then the war happened, and then they did it, just think have of you, all the you, coal we could burn,
2: <laughs> have you guys heard the story of of the cage of monkeys, <laughs> no, okay, was the typewriter, so, no, no, my favorite thing you like about crabs all in a these things like daylight saving times, so and this is of course a military, I heard this in the military, um. When, we, when there's rules, but nobody knows why. So there's a cage full of monkeys, Oh, right? I do know this. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And they, they hang they hang a banana in the middle of the cage. And if a monkey goes for the banana, they spray them with a the hose, really, a, a hose of cold water really hard. Um, And they do this a few days, and uh, sure enough, the monkeys stop going for the banana because they don't want to get sprayed with the hose. So then they take out, like, three of the experienced monkeys, and they put three new monkeys in. And, of course, those new monkeys go straight for the banana, and the other ones stop them. And they're like, you know, don't go for that banana. They, like, beat them up, and they're like, don't get that banana. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, eventually, they take out all of the monkeys that had ever experienced the hose and put in new monkeys to replace them. And now the three monkeys that have never been sprayed with the hose before, they stop the other monkeys from getting the banana. And they go, no, you can't get that banana. You can't do it. So then they replace the three monkeys that at least been told by the monkeys about the hose and they replaced those with new monkeys. And long story short, eventually this cage full of monkeys will never go for the banana, but they have no, they have no idea why. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They just know that you don't go for the banana and they've never been sprayed for the hose. And I think that there's a lot of that stuff in life where we just don't do things, you know, in the military was about certain rules and regulations that nobody understood why they existed. And it was like, well, you know, there's probably some kind of, you know figurative hose at some point that sprayed everybody and got us all afraid of it but yeah so that's uh, that's the story of the monkeys i think that this daylight savings time is definitely a monkey situation it does seem and like and it's that. it's so ridiculous i mean I, i'm very <laughs> glad to see that it might be done with because seriously how like, just on a basic level as a technologically advanced society, how weird is it that twice a year we're like, well, time to change the way we, yeah, we perceive honestly, time. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it
1: sounds like something you'd read that they did like 600 years ago. Like like some weird ancient medical practice or something. It's like, well, can yeah. you believe they used to do Can you believe they used to set their clocks back every year? Blah, blah, blah. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah.
2: So And it's always such a big thing. There's always like your job will email you. Everybody you know who you do things with will text you, like, don't forget. We're, yeah. We're like, magically changing the, the way we, we act during certain times
0: Do you remember bef- the time before you had a phone that would just automatically adjust? Yeah that's where you have all your alarms. Yep. Like yep. I had a dumb phone <clears throat> and I think the time would have well, I didn't I don't remember how it worked. But I woke up an hour late before for work, and then like you're just like sprint out the door. like uh, I think there's a bunch of stats on this like the number of car
1: crashes spikes the day after and yeah heart, heart, attacks, a- heart too. attacks yep I've and, heard the heart attack one yeah and just like general workplace inefficiency like you can I think it's like uh there's like a it's like a six or seven percent like GDP like anchor for a little while
2: I'll tell you what sucks major ass is when cause I've worked midnights during fallback <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks so bad getting to 2 a.m. on a midnight shift. And then, like, in the hospitals, there's, like, this big, like, the clocks, they don't just move back an hour, right? Like, they spin all the way around yep, yep. until they're an hour before. <laughs> and it's, like, almost like a ceremony. And you'd sit there and you'd watch 2 a.m. turn into 1 a.m. <laughs>
3: <You're like, laughs>
0: <"No!" laughs> that sounds horrifying, that actually. Sound it, was, it was honestly. was honestly. I've it's never one thought of, the- of that. That's... <laughs> God, that would suck so bad. Oh, sweet. It's it's in the top ten list of worst. So close.
3: Yeah. we. It's 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 like in the top ten worst feeling.
2: That's not actual physical torture. It's just one of those things where you're just like, uh, (laughs) And it happened to me more than once. So I'm
0: assuming you have to work the extra hour then.
2: Oh, yeah. You get paid for it. But I mean, you know, yeah. Someone's got to do it,
1: yeah.
2: It's just an extra hour that you're at
1: work. It's either you or someone. Like, somebody's eating the extra hour. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so that's going that away sucks. hopefully hopefully so so it's at congress now or, or next up is congress
1: uh yeah i don't know let's see, let's see
0: so <laughs> what if they, if they strike it down but no the president will veto it joe Biden will be like listen here jack
2: i, I remember <laughs> corn pop used to wake up before daylight savings
3: <laughs>
2: if i if i had the audience or the motivation i want to write a short story where something like this is happening in like an ancient cult of like Warlocks come out and like <laughs> actually like have to like 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 Illuminati stuff, and they like have to appeal to 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 Congress about why we can't do that. <laughs> They're so, lobbying there's, like, Congress, <laughs> there's like an eldritch beast <laughs> that will arise if <laughs> we don't <laughs> if we don't understand
1: the darkness You will <laughs> unleash. Literally,
2: <laughs> we we sacrifice an hour to it every year, and that's why we haven't been devoured.
0: Apparently, I don't. I wasn't alive, but I read that this was... In 1970, they did this for a year. They got rid of... I was in my
2: 20s. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) But I think one of the complaints
0: I read, and I don't know how true this is. It's all anecdotal. But um, one of the complaints was parents didn't like that their kids were going to school in the dark. Okay. So they repealed it. (laughs) And then it came back.
1: I wonder, is there like is there like regular polling on the popularity of daylight savings?
0: I mean that's gotta be pretty closely unanimously hated.
1: I I've never seen anybody be like,
2: Oh boy, daylight savings Yeah. I've never, I seen, I've never met you know what I mean? I, I, uh, I love setting it, clocks.
0: Some like autistic guy who's just like obsessed with clocks.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna do something right now, just for fun, just because Facebook never fails me. You're gonna look up I'm the, gonna, oh, the other side?
1: I not I'm gonna look up to pro
2: daylight savings in the search bar and mm. just see if I get anything. See if there's like a Facebook. I found
1: group. a very long and I'm sure very interesting, but I'm not going to read now. Five thirty-eight article about whether or not Americans actually want daylight savings. The pro thing's gonna be like,
0: you got—they're not taking in account the Earth's flatness.
1: So <laughs> this True. is gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> Apparently, more than one third of states have already passed legislation. To make daylight savings permanent, if Congress allowed it.
2: Well, I don't see. It. I'm not
0: finding Minnesota anything. Minnesota being that's... one of
1: them. Apparently, like
0: we, you should you shared that one map out when we were first t- discussing oh, yeah. this in the chat, and like New Mexico was it or Arizona? They just think didn't adhere to it ever.
1: Well, it's <laughs> so like, it like half Man. of it does, or like a third of it does, just just in Phoenix. Yeah, I don't Everyone know what else it's, <laughs> it's I'm looking at the map now. It's so weird, like most of the state doesn't adhere to it but there's a part that does but the part that does is encircled around another part that doesn't so you could drive across new mexico and change your clock like 6 times
2: yeah my mom actually <laughs> lives in arizona and like at some point she's like 2 or 3 hours behind us suddenly <laughs> what the heck that's crazy i don't know yeah fuck daylight yeah, savings not, i'm not All seeing my anything. hate daily I savings time i'm not finding any i'm not finding any crazy large like we have to keep the tradition of daylight savings. So I think this might actually be one of the few things on this entire planet. America's that we can all whole come again. And agree True nature's on. <laughs> healing. Imagine what if okay. Now really putting on the tinfoil hat, what if the whole reason this was introduced at a time when we were as fractured as we are right now? It was like one of those little blue pills that they could like launch into the
1: together. Well, remember
0: daylight savings. We
2: all agreed on that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like hey, a piece daylight. of legislature that's behind like uh it's like in case of emergency break glass. And there's, <laughs> this is one of them that is just like a slam dunk.
2: <laughs> Kamala Harris is going to run in 2024 specifically only on the Daylight Savings. We've got nothing else to show. She's like, hey, we did Daylight Savings, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll be like and during the presidential debates coming up. It'll just be like,
2: well, we got rid of Daylight Savings. We have some questions about Ukraine and Ru- No, 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 no. Daylight Savings. <laughs> let's, keep it, let's keep it up. Let's, well, what actually
0: affects the average American?
2: Daylight Savings.
0: Forget about the gas prices. We'll ignore those for now.
2: Yeah. Donald Trump didn't get rid of daylight savings. I mean, the whole audience come is like, on. Mm, come yes. on. Mm, <laughs> "Of <yeah>. course, that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> he didn't do it." By the way, he got, got my vote. This in there. We need a fourth COVID booster, and now back to the daylight savings. It's <laughs> funny how
0: that just dropped. Like, maybe I just I kind of stopped paying attention in general. But there would at least be like moments where like COVID stuff would pop up. It's like. To my knowledge, just gone now. I don't hear anybody <clears throat> talking about it. I
2: don't either. think anybody I cares think that's about just it another, anymore. I think that's just another. One, it got. I, I I can confirm that the the latest strains were. I mean, it was never quite as deadly as we initially thought in the first wave. I mean, a lot of people died, um, rip. But it was never like the the world anything that it was initially Hyped up to be. You know, could have possibly been. And each wave since then has been less severe. And now I think. This last one was, I mean, 99% of the people I saw who had it didn't even have symptoms. Um, And I think that as just a species, we were like, eh, we're kind of done with that. And then, of course, Ukraine did get invaded, which is funny because uh, <laughs> in our last episode, we were like, ah, it's probably going to happen, you know. Oh, you know? yeah, it and hadn't then, happened. It, it, happened oh, like yeah. de- it happened like That's the true. next day. Yeah, <laughs> it <Man>, it's <laughs> been a while. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so I think. It's almost like just as like one group conscious, we're kinda of like, Hey, let's just uh let's just move on. Let's just, you know. Let's just not talk about it anymore. I'll, Maybe I'll tempt fate
0: one more time in regards to like uh world news. There's no way we get nuked.
1: No imp- no fucking way ever. Impossible. <laughs>
3: There's
1: no way <laughs> next episode,
0: I, I'll bet com- <laughs> this is a talk shop live from the Fallout show. Yeah,
1: I'll bet my <laughs> next paycheck that we don't get nuked. How about that? <laughs> Easy money. Easy money. Never going to happen. And I can't wait to to ride my bicycle over the, the Fallout-ridden ashes of the country to collect the bet from whoever takes it. <laughs> to pick up my useless funny money.
3: <laughs>
1: you got to save up their bottle caps. <laughs>
2: True. <laughs> what if the nuke goes off before we revoke Daylight Savings, though? <clears throat> Maybe that was the plan well, all along.
0: The, the EMP strike fry all of the, the hours
1: up in the air. Oh, I guess, well...
0: Yeah, well, that affects batteries, too, right, EMP? Yeah. I don't know. So
1: then we'd be back to consensus for daylight, say. So it would be true anarchy. What about sundials? <laughs> <laughs> you could have, Most... like, a wind-up clock, but then everybody well, would guess, have to agree to do the I guess the ash yeah. in
0: the atmosphere blocking out the sun would probably put a true yeah. That's the thing about that.
2: every dystopian, like, post-apocalyptic novels, you know how everybody comes, like, roving bands of, like, uh, barbarians who just yeah. eat each other and stuff like that? I think we're too boring as a species in America. I think we would all group together and just start doing pretty much an exact, like, as close as we could duplication of exactly what we have
0: reenacting now. YouTube videos
2: from yeah. memory. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think we would form a society as quickly as we could and it would just suck
1: a little bit more. And we would
2: just be like, you know, <laughs> it would Late be
1: like this TV but in would an somehow underground, survive. Yeah, it would be like in an underground bunker and no Netflix, but everything else would be pretty yeah. much the same
0: besides the radiation yeah. poisoning.
1: True. What's it the bunkers for?
0: <laughs> Hopefully, the bunkers that have been <laughs> I, updated ideally, from sure. since 1981.
2: <clears throat> Are there yeah, any? You still
1: hear, go ahead.
2: You still hear stories from Hawaii when they had like the fake nuke.
0: Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like, that the was literally crazy. They Whoops.
2: got the alarms and the text that like a nuke was coming, and they all thought they were gonna die in the next like 30 minutes. And like you still hear stories about how like people quit jobs or got divorces or. Started sucking um, and fucking and slept in the with somebody. like did all those kinds of things, and the, the nuke didn't hit, and they just had to keep on living their
0: lives. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh man,
2: it's crazy! It's it's crazy how fragile the fabric of our uh relationships is. <laughs> like, if like if you really thought you were gonna die in 10 minutes, what would you change?
0: I would, uh, I don't know what I'd I want to do. do I'd you th- just eat more. <laughs> just eat whatever's in your house
1: yeah just like i well might as well get my last meal in do you um do you think if you were there in hawaii if you if you saw that text message come what percentage do you think that you would think that that was real or do you think you would be like mm, i don't know in denial i think it all comes down to how you
2: cope i mean i think that deep inside i'd be like this is probably real because there's you know no like there, the text would initially go out or the alarm or whatever, and I'd be like, is this a test? And like, if, 10, if like five or ten minutes went by and there was nothing that came out that was like, no, it's just a test, like they went like a half hour yeah. before they got told. <clears throat> um, I'd be like, okay, this is really happening. And then I think it just depends. Everybody's going to be different on how they deal with that. There's going to be the people in denial because that's how they cope, and they're going to be like, no, this is fake, and they're going to keep doing exactly what they do. And then there's going to be a lot of people who are just going to go balls to the walls. This is my last few minutes Enjoy on it. Drink an entire the bottle
0: of Everclear and then jump in your car to start
2: <laughs> Do you think... See, I would be actually... So, oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. I would be so torn because, of course, if I'm going to get nuked, I want to be blackout drunk. Like, I don't feel bad about that. But I also have a family. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, like, it's easy. You all get blackout drunk. <laughs> true. Like, and I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't want my, my you know, four-and-a-half-year-old daughter's last image on Earth as her dad pissing himself. Swinging a T-shirt <laughs> wouldn't over wouldn't his want head. would her to die without ever
1: experiencing alcohol. I would not <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He tried
2: man. to trap you there.
0: He tried <laughs> to pull one on you.
1: Okay. Do you think... Uh, I, I, Tom made me think of this when he said, like, you know, drink the bottle every clear and jump in your car. Do yeah. you think, legally, you could get some sway if you did, did some real dumb shit uh, as like a as like a legal dif- like temporary insanity like well I thought I was about to die, and so I was. Just, I don't I know. That's a great shit. question. Yeah, this guy. have to be right? a bunch of like you would probably get you would probably. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not just gonna. I don't think you'd get off. But I, I they probably wouldn't throw the book at you. I don't know. I, I'm yeah, just making it probably that up, be more like I, a
2: probation kind of situation. Because yeah. I mean,
0: the nuclear yeah. holocaust is no time to be partying with your friends and driving drunk. <laughs>
2: I wonder. See, even more that like that's a great question. Like I don't know, but I also wonder about the people like told off their bosses and like quit their jobs. Yeah, like I wonder if they got like. I a, wonder. Eh, that's you a good know. question. Like, how do you go back?
1: <laughs> depends so on you what you the, said
0: you do the george costanza you just show up the next day like nothing happened yeah
1: if you if you just did like a ah oh, fuck you i never liked you i quit and then you leave you could probably come back for it. but it depends on exactly what you did and said
2: if you took like a shit on your boss yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> like that you're you're done after that one that's uh,
0: sorry jim i just really had to go
1: uh can yeah. I <laughs> back? That, tooth, that
2: toothpaste <laughs> is out of the tube <laughs> <laughs> there's no
1: putting As it back
3: a-
2: as a, as a, like an entire state, Hawaii had to probably just look at each other and be like, "Hey guys, we just need to give each other like a twenty-four hour pass." <laughs> it's like the purge. <laughs>
0: yeah, like they should just do that every once in a while. Actually, they should just send out a fake notification just to keep everybody on edge. True, specifically to Hawaii, I'm saying.
3: As as Hawaii, it's like the purge state, <laughs> purge island. <laughs> okay. I wonder how long <laughs> it would like take for ISIS people to move. ISIS was doing.
2: You know, ISIS when they had prisoners and they were going to kill them. They would, you know, they'd film it. And for a while it was getting really out of control, like running people over with tanks and blowing them up and lighting them on fire and all stuff like that. We found out later that they were actually like, they would do frequent rehearsals and fake filmings and they would like practice it. And the poor prisoners, like they rescued one and the poor prisoners never knew when it was going to be real or not. So when oh it finally actually happened, like they were completely surprised. How awful is that? That's that pretty is. awful.
0: That's pretty messed up.
2: So, like, they'd bring them out, and they'd, like, bring the tank up to their feet and then stop, and they'd be like, yeah, this looks good. You know, the shot is good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh and nice then one, Abdul. The... Wow, well, we're going to have to retake <laughs> this. Uh, the lens is a little out of focus. We're, lo- we're losing daylight, so then they put it back in the yeah. cage until the next day and then do it again. Oh, my God. Isn't that's it pretty
1: a awful. Fight? Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't hey, know. But...
2: This might be this might be unpopular, but those ISIS guys, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Still... Did you see that, I, you see that the, the Taliban
0: is... came out against Russia, though? Oh, so I didn't see that.
2: I did We're see that because uh, it cracks it cracks me up because you know uh, the Ukraine is is creating a foreign legion and they're accepting anyone that comes yeah and it cracks me up because now it's all probably happening I I would imagine that there's Taliban and American veterans
3: on the same team that is
1: how awkward is it's that? probably it, it's probably not zero yeah the, there has to be at least one of each
0: are you John Smith <laughs> I am Mohammed <laughs> I did the car bomb in oh six.
1: Oh, that I was you! You killed your best friend. <laughs> ah, you, you son friend. of a gasco! You killed my best
0: friend. I knew him since childhood. Died in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill some Russians.
1: Oh my god! I haven't
2: been able to sleep since. There's still <laughs> shrapnel his, in my calf. Holds up his neck. He's got like scars from the rope from how many times he's almost. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you did this, you son of a! No, I can't I'll maintain next next healthy relationships. Finger guns. You know, I read a super interesting article, actually, just the other day, uh, and it was an American who'd gone over to join the Ukrainian Legion, and he was like, it's a trap, it's terrible. <laughs> like, they're just using us as cannon fodder. Like, and and at first I was like, well, yeah. What did you think was going to gonna happen? A war against Russia. But he, it, a- after reading it, it does, like, apparently not even everybody gets a gun. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> that's the, that's <laughs> like the, the Eastern European way. yeah yeah you get the bullets you get the gun and like literally they'll just send like crowds of them in front of the enemy while the the actual ukrainian uh military like sweeps in and does like a a flank maneuver. i mean you have to think like
1: politically like if you if you're outnumbered (coughs) 10 to 1 or whatever and you have you're like a general or you're the president and you have your own home army and you have this 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 other army full of foreigners that aren't citizens of your country yeah. you're of course they're going to be the cannon fodder like just like politically yeah. like a, of course
2: i think people have this very romantic notion of going over and joining the ukraine military that they'd be like heroes and that you know kind of like that i get all the Ukrainian american girls you, not even white savior but like american savior yeah sure <laughs> like, the capitalists have come to set you free <laughs> and like found out that they have zero credit there they just throw I, you in the bed I'll of a pickup
1: and drive you to the front line
2: yeah <laughs> and they're like all right <laughs> bullet through the head immediately one day, if if this all works out in a way that doesn't end the planet, there's going to be a hilarious movie. It, it must be really bad. Like they must be getting some real scum over there because you don't know Zelensky. He just he actually just put out a message that was like, "Hey, we don't want you if you don't have combat experience. Like we only want veterans." So I like imagine all these pickup trucks of like proud Texans rolling up that have never been in a
1: firefight. <laughs> Hell yeah, just, brother!
2: Like, the Dodge Redditors. Ram will
1: be able to like, run over
2: a Ruski tank any day. Yeah, redditors showing up with absolutely no fighting skills yeah. whatsoever. I could be a medic. Yeah. Never All right, shot again why don't you before? go
0: stand in front of that our trench by about 15 paces? Yeah.
2: I think that what like there would be a hilarious movie about just the crap that they got cuz I know that they're getting a lot of people.
0: This is like the first like well It's <clears> not the first. It's the most social media war ever. Oh yeah.
2: Oh dude, sure. it's been we haven't it's even gotten wild. to talk about that. So I've already I've already outed myself that I have TikTok. This is it's been absolutely wild, and of course it stopped now because both militaries put a stop on it. But it was wild seeing a live invasion of a free of a free country um, live on TikTok from both sides, and like they'd be doing lives, and they would like there were Russian paratroopers like filming themselves jumping into Ukraine, and like doing like the devil horns while they were doing it. And I was like, this is just surreal, this is crazy. <laughs>
3: What the heck?
0: <clears throat> what world do we live in? The internet was a mistake.
1: BRB, guys. <laughs> 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 Gonna go strafe. Where a... are we dropping, boys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gonna go strafe for kindergarten.
2: It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's sad seeing it escalate too, because you know a bunch of these people that like the Russians that actually invaded—they don't know what they're doing. Like, have you seen the video where the uh, what the Scooby Doo? <laughs> no, the dudes driving <laughs> his car. He's driving his oh, car. Oh, the, the tank, soldiers like full of Russians. Yeah, they're
1: like, hey, like asking for directions.
2: Yeah, they're like, Hey, is there a place we can get something to drink around here? And he's like, Why are you here? What are you doing? And they're like, We don't know, man. <laughs> don't.
0: I, I just love that one. There's that picture early on in the invasion of it, it was just like a regular van spray painted green. Do you remember that? The Russian <laughs> yeah, like invasion vehicle? It. Yeah. <laughs> like Zoink's man. <laughs> these Ukrainians it,
2: Apparently it's come out that a lot of the Russians they're told they were doing a training exercise, these eighteen year old Russian kids and turned out they were invading a country. Wild. Uh, wow. Oi! And props to Ukraine, by the way. I mean, uh, I, I doubt that their hands are as clean or as they're as heroic as the media is trying to paint them. Um, but they were invaded, and they have put up a hell of a fight. I got a ton of respect for all of them. Zelensky's a beast, man. Have you been following that guy? Yep. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a comedian who who becomes president and steps in and fights and, you know, is trying to get through it i don't know yeah
0: refusing to leave the country was a mark of uh they're a feisty
2: group man nobody oh go ahead i was gonna say nobody's ever gonna look at them the same either way yeah like and and russia's never gonna have a total victory there. like the spirit of those people like really like open up your empathy and imagine like for us here in minnesota just imagine canada was just like minnesota is ours now they start coming (laughs) over in tanks and, like, you have to, like, load up your family into a van and be like, hey, go to, you know, go over to Wisconsin. I'll miss you. Nah, we'll and shut the borders.
0: Gotta... Wisconsin won't take <laughs> any Minnesotans.
3: <laughs>
2: and then you just got to load up and, like, dig in in your front yard and start shooting Canadians <laughs> while they try to take your freedom I would gladly
1: you. shoot some Canadians. But those sound kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, like seriously, though, Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I can't imagine. Like, the horror of that is just, it's beyond my comprehension, I think. It's just insane. So, you know, my heart goes out to them. And as much as we joke around about how silly, uh, a lot of this is from the view lens of TikTok and America, you know. I think we can all say safely that we are rooting for Ukraine, and I hope that they win. Hope they'll beat those commies back.
0: Well, actually, Russia was just defending themselves.
2: (laughs) Dude, I have people... Like, I know you said you haven't seen... I've seen more coming out now. Oh, no. Of course it's crazy, now, yeah. You know you know how it starts. It's like when COVID started and then there was that one little voice that was like, eh, it's fake and, and it's, a, you know, a lie and all this stuff. And then that became, like, the, the sweeping proclamation of half the country. I'm seeing it grow now that Russia is actually the good guys and that they're a Christian nation and that they're actually over there destroying secret American labs on special force missions and that they don't actually have any interest in invading Ukraine and that... We'll find out that this is all part of the QAnon thing. This is all part of the. What's the
0: plan? It's Trump. <laughs> and he's the, yeah, over there well, right now. They,
2: they're literally saying that it's like Trump and Putin and, and uh, China all working together to like bring down this this you know the Illuminati, basically. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the Illuminati headquarters in Kiev. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good wow. place to hide it. Last place I'd look.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's that's it's true.
1: really it's growing.
2: Like at first it was just a small little like. Uh, Minority, but now it's starting to become like a, a sweeping message that we should like be rooting for Russia, and I just don't know where to even go with that. Like, I don't understand like the cognitive dissonance you would have to be rooting for Russia in this. I don't know.
0: Yeah, does nobody remember like <laughs> the fifties through the nineties? Yeah. Well, I do, even though I wasn't alive. True. Copy bastards. I was, I was young. No, you are born like in nineteen fifty-one, right? Yeah.
1: You, you remember yeah, most
0: of it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean I was I was too young to be paying attention, like I said. Yeah, sure. I didn't really get plugged in until I was in like my forties and the nineties. After the
1: hippie era, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was kinda, you know
0: Occupied during the sixties, sexual revolution, drugs, LSD, all that kind of stuff. It was a Free hell of love. a time.
2: Woodstock. I got AIDS twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Managed to kick it both times. <laughs>
2: Just needed some ivermectin. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right on.
1: All well, right, well, is it video game time now?
0: I think we can segue in. First off, I know we just had a whole episode dedicated specifically to Elden Ring. However, in our midst, in this very chat room,
2: we have among us somebody who has actually completed Elden Ring. The f- the first Elden Lord of this, <laughs> of of anyone I know. And that's because I'm just unemployed right now. So, I don't have time. no, you're employed uh, by Elden Ring. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I love it. I, the The only problem with Elden Ring is that after you beat it, you have no idea what to do with yourself, as far as video games go, because there's just nothing that really scratches that itch. So basically, right now, whenever I'm going to play a game, I just want to help other people beat it. But he's getting summoned in to help them with the boss. <laughs> Um, I will say that it did not dethrone Bloodborne as my favorite game of all time. Really? I just okay. think Bloodborne has some special stuff. Uh, I wish that they do a 60 FPS upgrade for it so that everybody could see Bloodborne and experience it. Um, the thing with that one was is that I that was one of my first Souls... I think that was the second Souls game I actually played. And it starts out with werewolves in London kind of a feel, and I wasn't really a huge fan of that. And then slowly but surely it devolves into this crazy lore of, like, Eldritch horror and things beyond our comprehension and all this stuff that's just you can't replicate it and you can't do it as well as that game did it but elden ring is officially now probably my second favorite game of all time easy uh the fact that it goes on for so long and continues to introduce new and incredible things all the way through is an achievement that you just feel spoiled that for the price yeah. of one game you got so much every
1: new area i go to is like Damn, this is like its own game, or like another game would have had this idea and made an entire game out of this. But it's just and it never like, stops. It's like one of twelve <laughs> things, yeah. In this game, yeah, it's crazy.
2: The other thing I want to say is, I just want to give another middle finger to the people that said that this was an easier Souls game because the last third of this game has some <laughs> of the most frustrating, difficult bosses that I think I've ever played. If it was like Sekiro and I couldn't summon people in and do and have teams when I fought them, and I know it's balanced for that, and that's why it's so hard, but I probably would have never beaten it. Like, it gets so, like, there's a boss, I won't spoil names or anything like that if you're following the lore and you care, but there's a boss that every time they hit you, they heal, they have, like, a blood ability that, like, okay. so it's it's one of the hardest bosses of all time, plus you can lose all of the time you put into it because every time, they, if, if you miss one combo and they hit you, not only do you almost die, they get all of their health back.
3: Oh, All of no. it back?
2: Uh they can through some of their and they have a move that's just about a one shot kill for anybody if you're not really on it. Um but let's just say that you have people summoned in and she uses that on them and kills them. She will be just about fully healed by the end of it. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound. And you fun. best believe it's a <clears throat> <Hell laughs> two phaser. Hell yeah. To that fight. Um but again the thrill when you actually conquer something like that. Coda and I, Jack and I, uh former host here. We spent all of Friday night trying to get him helping him beat it. And we didn't do it, but we still had a blast. Like that's just the weird thing about souls. That's the magic of it. In any other game where you'd get ragey and quit and you'd get sick of it, something about this it always seems just doable enough that you're always willing to roll one yeah. more
3: time.
0: Yeah, I mean like the um, one time we played together and we that was like the first boss in <laughs> the game. The tree sentinel, the first one. Yeah. That was a blast. Like it, it's
1: we died like it's seven times. Un, it's unparalleled,
2: but... man. Yeah, I
1: finally went back. We beat it, though. <laughs> I finally went back. Uh, I dodged the tree sentinel early on, and I never really went back to that area. And I went back to that area at, like, level 67 or something, and it was, like, a four shot. <laughs> it was, like, it yeah. was so yeah. easy. I, I like... I really like the... And we said this in the, the, the last podcast, but, like, I really like the enemies not scaling with levels. I like the idea yeah. of, like, finding the area that's just... Because, like... It is a little bit harder to hook up, and you do spend a little bit of time just, like, stomping all over the shit enemies. But, like, when you find the area that was made exactly for where you are, it's, like, it's so rewarding.
2: And I will also tell you, because you've mentioned that you're a little bit worried you might be overleveled, Corey. I promise you that you cannot be (laughs) overleveled. I promise you. You might have an easy time with some world enemies, but I... Where are you at right now? Like Um, what?
1: I got to... If, If we're not spoiling... Uh, the the festival boss in the lower right. Okay, um, so the
2: festival boss is probably the first, the first escalation and challenge, and that's a good yeah. So
1: play setter for I'll, what I'll you're in for. I found him at like level thirty or forty something, and then I was like, nope, fuck that. And then I went <laughs> and I I basically discovered the entire map. Uh, they
2: nerfed him. He was so bad that they nerfed him. Oh, they did they? Did from they? Never Nerfs Bosses. In their last patch, they actually nerfed him. I didn't know that. So now like there's a lot of internet like conjecture. Twitter like Twitter figured out that I like Elden Ring, and now every time I go on there I get a million mm, Elden yep. Ring posts. Um and uh, first of all, two things I want to address there. One is yes, they his name well, I mean, his name's Radon. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. He's mentioned in the intro video, yeah, so okay. you knew you were gonna yep. fight him eventually. Uh Radon is a very hard fight. I got stuck on Radon for, he. I got stuck on him for days. Okay. Um, because right now to summon people in, it's really hard because there's so many people looking to summon people in that it's like a luck of the draw thing. Like 90% of the time, 98% of the time when you try to summon somebody in, somebody else will get to them first and you'll get the unable to summon sign. Um, Which is why a lot of the time I just ended up having to fight the bosses myself with my Mimic tier which they also nerfed in the last <laughs> patch, which thank God I got through some of these bosses before that. Cause me and my mimic boy, we tore through a lot of those working <laughs> together. Um, um, and people are really, they're like, well, we beat we're done pre patch. We won a trophy for that, which would be cool. But uh, he was a little bit imbalanced. Just as somebody that threw myself at the wall for him for a long time, he was very, very hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so I,
1: I, yeah, I failed him the one time, and I, I'm pretty sure I've discovered <laughs> the entire map. Uh, there's one part.
2: I promise you, you haven't.
1: Um, I found like the. I found the base of the tree. I'll put it that way. Uh, or the area where think that I've, is.
2: I doubt that I've uncovered the full map, but I promise you, I'd know for a fact because there are places that you can't even get to yet. You have not. discovered I found
1: the this map. one. Remember the four belfries, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I found the four belfries, and I've—I I've, that place is cool. That place is cool. I teleported to all those places. I'm sure there's things I haven't gotten to yet that are like story specific, but I—I I, I, yeah. yeah, and like my avoiding Radon quest or Radom or whatever it is, I—I uh, I basically found all of the map that was accessible to me, <laughs> and just yeah. like farmed levels, and now uh, that's the next mission. I'm I'm back there. I haven't done it again yet, but that's that's the next thing I'm going to do. Is that boss?
2: The other thing I want to do is—is is there's a bit, lot of conjecture online that like picking on people for the builds that they choose or for summoning people in to help them. This is my If it's
1: in the game, it's fine. Yeah. Well, that's just
2: To me, it's as pedantic as being like, oh, so you've beaten Mario, but did you use the jump button? Yeah.
1: (laughs) What a loser. Or you ate a mushroom? (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: The game is balanced specifically for the tools they give you. That's why I'll never feel bad. Like, if I... There are some cheeses you should feel bad about. Like, if you're one of those people that finds a corner and, and gets somebody to drop off a cliff. Yeah, maybe you should feel a little bit bad about that. Um so D S one special.
0: What oh, was that? The yeah. the demon that jumps at you, you can just lure him right off the edge.
2: Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, sure, use it. Don't I really don't care. Like, I'm not gonna get bothered by it. But anything else other than that, like, it's in the game. The game was balanced for it. Like, use it away. They buff bosses when you summon people in. It's not like you get a free pass. Um But it's all part of the mechanics. And honestly, you should just be having fun. Elden Ring is a fun game. It's very fun. And if you have if you have fun doing a no-hit level one run and that's how you have fun, sweet. Do that, man. I can't imagine the the patience that you have for suffering.
1: <laughs> how, how long I had before a blast somebody beats all the way it blindfolded?
2: Uh, it'll happen, man. There's already people that have beaten the game in like 30 minutes. Less than yep. now.
0: Wow. Um, <clears throat> my God.
2: But yeah, the patch came out and they nerfed a bunch of things. They completely took away my build. I had a magic shield that shot projectiles and they completely... They, it was OP, so they were like, no, that doesn't exist anymore. So then I had to switch over to a... Uh, I started out as a strength build. Then I transitioned to that magic build. Then when they took that away, I transitioned to a bleed build. And I can say that that's probably the most balanced, fun way to play that I've found so far. It's not an easy mode, but it does... You can stand toe-to-toe with some of the bosses without needing help. Because at least you stand a chance.
0: <clears throat> Just like bleed stacks? That's... A-
2: yeah, so there's like, a, I mean, you can do a wheel two katanas, both with bleed stacked on top of them. Um, then you're going to want to strengthen up your arcane and dexterity, and basically then you have, I actually have as much strength as I had with my strength build with a colossal weapon, but on top of that, you also you stack bleed, and then eventually you'll get that little bonus to damage, okay. which is always nice. And then you can get something called Bloodhound Step, which is now a, a key part of my build, which is like a, you use your special ability, but it's a... a bigger dodge that actually makes you invisible like you actually fade out of existence for a second and um and then you pop back in and that has been some of these bosses have some crazy aoe attack like that's they start spamming a lot of aoe stuff in the last third of the game like every enemy like not only do they swing their sword every time they swing it a giant burst of light will come out that hurts everybody in range to keep you from doing the classic roll behind and attack right um that bloodhound dodge does such a huge thing to get you out of range of that in time and, uh, yeah, it's a really fun build. It's, I can't imagine going with anything else. I didn't really like mage. I don't like casting from across the field and being a glass cannon. It's just not my style. And the melee build, they just need to buff it. It's just impractical in this game. That's Taking 30 me. seconds to swing it. Yeah, I, I dude, I did probably 60% of the game like that. And I'm telling you that it's going to catch up to you where that, like, three seconds it takes to swing your weapon, it just does not work.
0: Oh no. It's just not That's pre- what I've been Yeah, doing. I'm
1: on the I'm on a, the curved greatsword build. <clears throat> I've had this um, I've had the same weapon for like 92% of the time I've been playing.
2: <laughs> and just cuz I like the bleed dexterity build doesn't mean you will. I would highly encourage everyone to not be stubborn and try different builds if you get the ability to respec, which you do pretty early in the game. Experiment a bit. Like my rule is that I always wanted to have at least two you need an item to respec. Have at least two, so if you hate what you change to, you can change back. Um, but definitely experiment. Is it a craftable item? Because it's a very... Curiosity. No, it's What's not. What's it called? No, it's, it's one you have to find. It's called the Larval Tier. Okay. I and you get... They one. start... They give you a bunch. They start giving you a bunch in the last third of the game. Like, I have something like six. So, if you... Like, you don't have to be too, too shy about it, but I would recommend having a way back just in case you go with a bleed build, you end up hating it, which I can't imagine, yeah. but you might... And, you know, you want to go back to strength. But, it you know, at its core, Elden Ring should be a fun game. I think too much of the, the conversation is about how hard it is, and that is what makes it memorable. Difficulty, uh, conflict creates memories that last longer than the ones you just breeze through. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a blast of a game. You should be having fun every time you play. And if you're not, then you probably just need to change up your build and play <clears throat> yeah. a
3: way that works I'll,
1: better. I'll say again, I never really cared about any of the Souls Soulsborne games. Uh, I tried Dark Souls one. I couldn't <clears throat> get into it. I tried Bloodborne. I liked that game a lot, actually, but like, I was really bad at it, and it didn't run that well, so it didn't really stick. Um, I think this is probably, if you if you've never gotten into one and you want to try it, just try it. You, will, if you if you like games in general, you'll probably like this game a lot.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. yeah, same situation basically. Like, I got very close to beating Dark Souls three. The Dark Souls three is very good too. That's another. One that I could see people as a first entry to try. Uh, just because it's like a more polished version of the first two Dark Souls games.
2: Um, it's very streamlined. It is it is a lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah. We're all
0: still enjoying but it.
2: But I I would hate to say it. There's, there's just no reason to play Dark Souls 3 when Elden Ring is out. Like just If you beat Elden Ring and you're like, man, I need more of that injected in my veins, go back and play the whole catalog. Uh, you'll be missing a lot of features. There'll be an adjustment. I, I was see, just going to
1: ask, yeah, is like how much of a step you'll down, do you the think it is. You'll
2: see the bones. I going back to I'd have to go back and actually play Dark Souls one again to say it for sure, but I all of the quality of life stuff in Elden Ring is going to be missing, and you're definitely going to have to you know go through the pain train, like even just like uh having to do the long runs back to bosses. That they <laughs> away with this, this the statues. Of the some marika stakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that lets you go right back, like. That's so key and such an amazing feature you will miss that because there are some bosses that they hide behind entire dungeons that you've got to sprint through and try to avoid enemies so you can keep your healing items when you get there. that was definitely in
0: demon Souls was like that. <laughs> like you had to run like through the almost the entire map before you got to the boss. Well, there'd be like a midpoint usually if I'm remembering correctly like it was like... but I'm excited
2: for DLC I'm ex- I know there's gonna be Elden ring DLC and I can't wait. I hope that they just keep. This is like when you were saying that they developed the ultimate Call of Duty, and you would
1: just pay a subscription service <laughs> getting new
3: content. Yeah,
2: I would do that for Elden Ring. <laughs> was like I Elden would, Ring would, is
1: would, Elden Ring Live is ten dollars a month.
2: Yeah, I would do that. That's probably it's probably the only game in the world that I would do that for. I wouldn't even do that for Call of Duty, but I would do that for.
1: I would probably wait a couple of DLCs and see, and then I would probably wind up doing it. Elden Ring, so G O T Y. Perhaps, probably for me at Most least. likely, so far, yeah. It would
2: it would take something insane. It's
1: probably my G of the last few wise. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I, definitely I, true.
2: I haven't played anything there. Uh, it's a very special game. Um, that being said, I'm willing to be surprised. But I've seen the release calendar this year, and I don't foresee anything.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm not. God of War, the first like the remake, the whichever year, 2018, 2019, when that came out. Yeah, that was good. But it's not anything to the level of this game. No, And I don't expect that Ragnarok is going to come close either. So, like, I don't know. What else is major that's coming out this year? <clears throat> uh, let's see. I'm looking at the calendar now. sure there'll be another now. Call of Duty. I think Modern Warfare 2 probably comes out this fall. Shadow
1: Warrior 3. Uh, WWE 2K22. Uh, game of the year. Instantly. True. Instant buy. GTA After- 5. Again. Again,
0: how many times are they gonna re- re-release That's the that PS5
1: game? and X-Bone version, it's not uh, x I'm sorry, I keep calling it that. The Essex, uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Lego Star Wars, and will be the show, like, yeah, these games yeah, are like the annual releases. Sniper I'm sure. Elite 5, yeah, another I don't
2: one, see any of those. I don't see, I don't... yeah, they're
1: cranking those games out now, apparently.
2: Are they all World War Two?
1: Yeah, like, this one's World they... War Two still.
0: What the heck? They gotta vary that. To they got. I uh, don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Starfield,
1: that's coming out.
0: I don't know anything about that game. And also, I, Stalker Two. What's that?
1: That's the new Ooh, uh, uh, Starfield is the two. new Bethesda like space. Yeah. RPG. I know that. Oh, like
0: Space Skyrim. Yep. I'm oh, sure that's what it'll amount to. I think it's still using the they same cool. engine. <laughs> Oh wait, no, they made a new one for this, didn't they? Uh
1: right, they said they did. I guess we'll see when <laughs> when, we when actually when you see can it. use the same glitches you used since 2003. Yeah. The same quest bugs. Uh,
2: Bethesda was a big reason I got an Xbox. I won't hate on Bethesda. I'm excited to see what they put out. I'll definitely I think all of their big games come out free on Game Pass anyway, day one. So
0: Stalker will be pretty rad, I think, if they
1: pull it off. I'll right. I'll buy that game, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Tom, why don't you tell us about Gran Turismo? Yes. Normally it would be me. i
0: segue into that. I know. Weird. Listeners, long-time listeners know that uh, for the longest time, we would have to make uh, Corey explain motorsports and why they're enjoyable. And I think it's starting to click with me a little bit. Um, so I kind of picked up GT7 on a whim. Um I guess first off, this is my first Gran Turismo game and that will be an important talking point in a minute here. But out of the box, super fantastic looking, runs like butter. It's super fun. Uh tons of different cars, all that kind of stuff. Progression doesn't seem too bad. Asterisk. Um but yeah, I'm having a I can't stop playing it. I don't know what it is. Like <laughs> I went you know, 27 years of my life without playing any racing sims regularly. And now I'm just like, this is all I, like, I think of, I'm thinking about it right now. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's super fun. Like there's a variety of different activities, I guess. Like there's, uh, you know, you can do time trials, you can do online races, you can do, uh, Grand Prix all that kind of stuff. Uh, All the standard fare. One thing that's missing right now, which I think is a little questionable, is there's no grid starts. Every race is a rolling start. Yeah, And you always start at the back.
1: Which does sound annoying, I gotta say, yeah. No standing starts is annoying.
0: Yeah, and like, I I get why that would be the initial release. Like, I'm hoping they add that later. I don't, like, it would be ridiculous of them not to, honestly. But, uh, like, overtaking is fun, right? Like, that's an enjoyable thing. But on the s- other side of that coin, the AI is a little rough. <laughs> they uh, don't have any preservation instincts whatsoever, and uh, if you are trying to like overtake on the inside, going into a corner, they will just run into you every time. <laughs> like even if you're tu- if you turn <laughs> in first, like they're just like, nope, this is my line, and then they just mm. run right to the side of you, spin you out, or very like very cool, or even breaking. Like if you break, if you like want to break later and you break suddenly. And they are just gradually breaking. They'll just run right into the, the back of you and spin you off. <laughs> which is tilting. Um But no, it's really cool. Like uh the variety of cars and uh I like the whole kind of it has this weird like Japanese kind of veneer to it. Like it's obviously made by a Japanese company. And uh it's got like smooth jazz and stuff, which is really strange. Usually for like racing games, I feel like it's like you know, like drum and bass or like electronic music. And there is some of that, but um uh, it's got like a kind of a peaceful vibe, which is kind of nice. Now, there are some problems. <laughs> and <laughs> if anyone's has heard anything about this release, it has been rocky. Uh probably the biggest complaint is Gran Turismo is usually a single player game, right? Um this is always online. You have to be on you have a have to have a Constant connection to the internet, or you cannot play the game, which is questionable when about 95% of the game is single player.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Elden Ring does that. I get booted back to the main menu in Elden Ring.
0: That's, yeah, that happened to me. That's been triggering.
1: You can start Elden Ring off. You can, but I want to read the messages and watch people die on the bloodstains. Well, then that's, (laughs) I would say
2: that that's different. That's different than. A game that makes you be online you can choose not to. yeah be online, yeah so you know, can't do that you. with gran turismo I will, defend my baby. I will defend my
0: baby um <laughs> and the reasoning for the always online connection is it's an anti-cheat measure but that only really makes sense in the context of multiplayer and again this is a mostly single-player game so the, the <clears> thinking now is and again first i'll say since this is my first gran turismo game the progression doesn't seem that bad yet i haven't hit a wall Uh, where I felt the need to uh, indulge in the almighty microtransactions, (laughs) which are present in the game. Um, There's, like, you do have, like, some of the car prices are absolutely absurd. Like, you'd have to play the game for, like, 20 hours to get a single car, which is ridiculous, Uh, I guess, in comparison to old games, which, again, I don't have that context. So right now it seems okay. But one thing that happened early on is that they had a server outage and the game was unplayable for 30 hours. You just could not play it straight. <laughs> and uh that's that especially pissed people off with the always online thing. It's like really you, like I can't just can't play this, huh? Because the servers are off. You know, the servers I don't use <laughs> because I'm playing single player 95% of the time. So I can see the frustration there for sure. And uh, another thing, right after the patch that went out, right after that uh, outage, they uh, basically unilaterally across the entire game um, uh, shrank payouts from completing objectives for credits. Basically, the currency is credits. You use credits to buy parts for cars, new cars, all that kind of stuff. And they shrank almost everything by 50% from what it was at launch. So now it takes even longer <laughs> to grind to get uh, the really nice cars. So people have been having a field day on that. Um, that sucks, big time. Again, I'm not at a level where I've felt the pinch yet. I'm still kind of working through like a lot of the single-player content. Um, but it's just such a fun game. It's super fun, and it, it looks beautiful. and Everything about it I th- really enjoy. Um, most of the complaints again are from like long time fans and I would take their word over mine when it comes to like, whether you think this is worth your time or not. For me, it's been awesome. I literally want to play it right this second.
1: I, I never I thought mean, I'd say that. <laughs> I saw a, a lot of, of, oh,
0: sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I never thought I'd say that about a racing sim. Like that's never, it's never hit me like this has.
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of mixed stuff. I told you this. I saw like mixed stuff on the internet, but like it's impossible to know now because people on the internet will like they get so mad about fucking everything, even like tiny little stuff.
0: So yeah. like some of it is unfounded. I yeah, from my so experience. it's
1: hard to know how much I should care or not. Uh, but like that, that's enough where I will be buying this game, and I I look forward to it. I've I've never played a Gran Turismo game, if you can believe it. Yeah, I never well, played a
0: single one. We had Xboxes for a long time. I guess you didn't play any on PS4, like GT Sport or anything?
1: Nope, I was a Forza kid. Ah. Which is basically yeah. the same game, but. Well not anymore. Yeah, are but... there
0: microtransactions in Forza? Uh
1: recently, yeah. Uh not really in Horizon. There kind of is, but like not really.
0: Is it like DLC cars and stuff that you have to pay for?
1: Uh you can pre order and get like a car pass and oh, then sure. like every month they add cars to car pass um but like the in-game money is pretty plentiful uh and like if you play for a bit you can you can pretty much buy whatever you want
0: yeah so that, that's that that seems to be the major complaint with Grand Turismo right now is after you do all like the main i guess campaign they're called cafe missions you'll find out when you play it i know it sounds weird <laughs> but uh Apparently, that's when you kind of hit the skids. Like, you're, you're like, I'm unlocking cars constantly, and it doesn't feel like anything's wrong right now. But everything I'm reading is after you get past that chunk of content, there's like still half of the library of cars, and they're super expensive, and it takes forever to grind out enough cash to get them. Yeah. Um, which sucks. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, I think there's a lot of vocal people, and especially like, there's like long time, you know uh gt stands that have been complaining to polyphony directly so hopefully they'll at least revert the uh the credit like you can keep the microtransactions if i can at least like in my lifetime buy a car <laughs> if i have to sure. spend like you know seven work weeks just doing the same grand prix over and over again yeah i can see yeah. how that can like be it's like the people who
1: do the balancing for how much things cost and what you get for doing things should not be the same people who decide They should be totally disconnected from the people doing the microtransactions. They shouldn't even be allowed to talk to each other.
0: True. But yeah, looking forward to racing you online. I've got a, what am I driving now? It's funny because like you get like all these, like you start out with really crappy cars just like every other Gran Turismo apparently. So I started with a Mitsubishi GTO MCC, Mm. like a 1991 and now I think I'm on like a 2017 Ford Focus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the racing sport version. Uh, yeah, it's tons of fun. And then you like you can tune it up, get a bunch of different parts. But the amount of detail is insane. Whenever you buy a new part, if it's something that you can like is externally visible, they modeled it in its entirety. So it's like everything is visible. Um, yeah. So so far
1: so good. We'll see what happens. Uh, Very cool, yeah. I'll check it out. I'm I'm excited now.
0: Related to motorsports, and probably the reason why I got Gran Turismo, was this year I was sick of being uh, raped by the MLB last year and not allowing me to watch mm. Twins games. <laughs> because I paid for MLB TV, and I couldn't watch any Twins games, or even Brewers games where the Brewers played the Twins. <laughs> Across the country, wherever they were, yep. so those were all blacked out. So I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that again. I'll catch a game every now and again, but uh, I'm not really gonna follow as closely as I did last year. And uh, so, in its place, since again being late to the party, uh, I started watching F1, Formula oh! One racing. After Corey's yeah. been talking about it since we had an apartment in 2013.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah brother It only Welcome took nine home. years well, The prodigal son
0: time. I gotta say though This this was a good first race to watch Am I wrong?
1: It was Yeah this is uh, It was a very very good first race Like the Things have shaken up Really really heavily Since like the The status quo Of the last like five years Of who was good And who was bad And like yeah. on top of that Just in a vacuum It was really entertaining Yeah it was a good race
0: Because like What's the change? Like the bigger tires With hubcaps or whatever, rims?
1: Uh, yeah, um, a lot, like, basically a car redesign, like, all the aero is totally different. The engines are way different. Uh, they're basically, like, all new cars.
0: It's crazy.
1: So, those who were last shall be first, (laughs) and those who were first shall be last.
0: Yeah, and, like, if you've, like me, have been watching, uh, Drive to Survive, it's, uh, In even in the first like four seasons of that show, it's usually the same people on top every time. And already in the first race it's been shaken up pretty heavily. I mean, I mean two people two of the main top contenders retired,
1: right? So As in didn't uh, finish, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because their cars (laughs) they both had the same problem, right? Am I Uh, wrong? Yeah, apparently
1: the other other uh, so it's Red Bull. This this by the okay, way. yeah. Other other Red Bull powered cars had the same problem.
0: Wow. It's wild. I had forgotten that one burst into flames at the beginning of the race. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if anybody listening, well, this will be up next Tuesday. So if, if you are going to watch the race, you probably will have by then, I would assume. Or have read headlines if you are of that persuasion. Uh but yeah, it was really good. I'm excited for the next one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where is it next?
0: Oh, it's in Qatar or something.
1: Is it? Oh my god, hang oh, on! Oh no, it's Saudi Arabia. It is Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we only go to. Uh, they get the first they're, taste. They're doing the Human Rights Watch wing of the season,
0: <laughs> where no nobody in the pit lane can be
1: wearing anything above knee length if you're a woman. True, and you have to be wearing a hat the whole time. Whatever. And no, uh, no champagne on the podium. It's all rose water.
0: Wow, what a great, what a great nation to cater to for <laughs> motorsports. True,
1: Bahrain is probably the only country that's worse. We're out of there. <laughs> they could start with the. They should have started in Russia. True, <laughs> I think they're canceling. I don't think that. I don't think they've officially canceled the, the Russian. Grand, is it not okay? I know, like Red Bull and Mercedes and some other teams said, like we're not going to show up, and then I think later they canceled it. Dude, Haas got dude, Haas made away like fucking bandits. Oh yeah. Like that's the I wanna root for Haas. Are they even
0: American anymore at
1: this point? They are now. They They had to their Russian uh oil sponsor got sanctioned. The oligarch. Uh, yeah. And then it's it they can't, they but they get to keep all of the money. Oh nice. <laughs> because all of the assets they literally can't give the money back. Oops! So they just keep all of the the Russian oil money, but they don't have to run any Russia shit on their cars anymore.
0: Or having an, their incompetent child driving.
1: <laughs> yep. What was that guy's Mazepin? Uh, Mazepin. Mace- yeah, I can't remember how to pronounce it. That guy's Audi. Nice. They got old Kevin back. Got a boy K-Mag back. After I think he was out of F1 for a year, two years.
0: Yeah, I think they can't. They can he was last year. Haas was the two young guys, right?
1: Yeah, there's a weird sort of middle of the bell curve, or like inverse bell curve, when you're an F1 driver, where like you you're good enough to be an F1, but you're not good enough that nobody will employ you if you don't also have a huge sponsor. <laughs> so uh, like, if you were worse, but you had a huge sponsor tied to you, like you would you would get a job no problem. But like, or if you were better if you were even better and had no sponsor you could also get a job but like everybody in the middle gets fucked damn that's how Mazebin got his job <laughs> he wasn't that well, he wasn't the, he wasn't that bad I mean like he's a good driver but like he wasn't good like uh, F1 good
0: wasn't there a guy a while back who was kind of the same situation for like Venezuela or something yeah
1: Pastor Maldonado I still I mean, remember that right. fucking that's... guy
0: <laughs> didn't he crash like
1: almost every all race? the time the guy was oh a God. fucking clown. <laughs> and then, I think, like, three races before the end of the season, he accused his team of sabotaging his car to make him look bad. Well, isn't that the same thing that the last
0: guy did? The masapin guy? Or at least that's how it was portrayed. Did he? The I don't area. remember. They, they, in the Drive to Survive, they framed, or, like, his... He kept on complaining about the car, and he insisted that Schumacher had a different car than him, and that's why he was doing so badly. Mm, of course. So he like wanted them to change like everything about the car so he could actually <clears> perform. <throat> that's and really funny. And then he funny. still didn't perform. <laughs> that's well, funny. Enough.
1: Well, you gotta try- shoot your shot. Well, they, yeah, they had <laughs> all the try. money,
0: so they had all the cards. I guess at that point,
1: but. But yeah, F one yeah. huge fan. Glad it's back. Can't wait is what is it two weeks it's probably next week if it's in usually when they're staying in the same region yeah okay six days yeah usually when they're saying staying in the same region it's only one week
0: nice right on i could actually watch it live it wasn't at an ungodly hour is that uh 10 a.m our time oh that's not bad it's at all 6 Oh, because it's a night race yeah yeah i think the next one might be day so that might be pretty early
1: yeah that'll be like the three four a.m race Very nice. I'll
0: watch the replay on that one, I think. (laughs) I like to sleep. Cool. Well, we've talked enough about motorsports. What else do we have on the... Oh, we should probably get into Shite House, even though we're an hour in.
1: Oh, God. Mm. Oh, my God. We can do a... I fucking hate this show.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, where do you even open with this one? I don't even understand. I don't even understand what's going on in this one. (laughs) I, yeah. I actually watched it this week. So, uh, uh, first of all, if you if you have if this is your first time listening in a while Shite House is where we watch the uh, Netflix show Hype House, which is about a TikTok about a group of TikTok influencers who have like a multi million dollar mansion in LA, and it follows the drama that unfolds from their lives. And it is absolutely the worst thing you can subject yourself to. So that's why we're doing it for you. <laughs> Uh, in this episode, uh, the main guy, and I do not know their names, and I refuse to name, <laughs> uh, main guy. Same.
3: Main well, guy, the guy names. who
2: started the house, um, his views went down by like 100,000. So he <gasps> decides that he's going to do a fake wedding yep. with his long-term girlfriend. And the entire, basically, it's actually kind of like sad to watch. It the entire thing bad. is. <laughs> the The entire thing is that he just wants it to be a joke, and he's not ready to get serious. She consistently wants to get married and have a family, and he unironically and therefore-
1: knows that she wants this. And to her, it's not a joke, but he still does it anyway. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's a piece of shit. He's not. He's not just and like a like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, no, no, go ahead. It, no, it no, wouldn't. Go ahead. It would. Um. It would be bad if he was just like totally clueless, oblivious that like. This might be having a negative emotional impact on his long-term life partner, <laughs> his like his girlfriend of like three or four years or something, right? Like that would be one thing, but for him to know that that's what she wants and for him to do it,
0: <laughs> I don't it's think unbelievable. There's not anyone in this crowd that's guilty of long-term thinking,
3: I think.
1: Oh, my God. It's so fucking... <laughs> no oh one's God. planning for their future. Can't They're like, kill oh, we, me, we can
0: do one more TikTok a month. That'll pay them." That literally... They were talking True, about, like, Yeah. we'll just make more TikToks, and then we'll make more... Mo- it's like, those two <laughs> things aren't necessarily... Like, they don't necessarily correlate. Like, the quantity's not the issue. <laughs> People don't give a shit about you anymore.
2: I genuinely... Like, okay, so to the... Let's just get to the core of it. I don't understand why a fake wedding
1: is... Good content. It's not. Spoiler alert. It is is if you're nine and I'm not, I'm not, they they go.
2: But like, it's not even like, okay, so I could understand maybe doing a pretend wedding and like making it real to like get the emote, like when, when a sitcom does a wedding or a, or a baby being born episode during sweeps, you know, it's something to bring in a large audience. The entire gimmick of this is that it's a fake wedding, but they did everything like it was real. Like they got dresses, they did, they, they they like got a group of people together, they rented a space, they actually had somebody like do the ceremony. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't understand. Like maybe this is just my well, age. by a guy to do I the don't...
1: ceremony you mean someone somebody who doesn't know <laughs> yeah. how matrimony is pronounced. It doesn't
2: even know the words. Yeah, oh
1: god, really...
0: that actually made me want to die when that
1: happened. And that
2: actually to be funny, and then everybody
0: like, was laughing. Funny, that was just... the most painful thing. It's like it's.
1: Yeah. Are you actually laughing? Was it a stick or was he retarded? I don't know. I think I actually don't know. Either. I think it was In the latter <laughs> category. I think. I think. Okay. I think most likely he's probably retarded, but was overplaying it to be a stick to play off being retarded.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm not retarded. Uh,
0: I meant to
1: do that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably like when that. I miss when I mispronounce <laughs>
2: thing when I mispronounce words that I've only read and then I find out that they're pronounced differently and I try to shake it off like I was joking. I think it's probably a lot like that. Uh but yeah, that was this entire episode was them planning this fake wedding. And I think it was only to make like a three minute clip. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag Um, worth.
2: And like the entire episode is basically him. Like basically it was back and forth between the two of them, him going, I'm not ready to settle down and be married for real. Um, I'm too young and immature, which he is. I mean, to be fair. And then her going like, "Um, no, this is what I really want. This really sucks. I don't think that he's really paying attention to me. And there's no, like, resolution to it. No, it just kind of ends. Yeah. (laughs) They do the fake wedding, and then things keep going. Oh, they're... I don't even... I don't even think they have, like... I don't even think they have the narrative competency to tell you if the video is a success or not. Which, I mean, if you're going to do something like this, usually you at least... That'll be at the beginning of next next episode, Sam.
0: Well, we got 300,000 less views on our wedding video. That only cost $70,000 to film.
1: No, we have to do a fake funeral.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where we all kill ourselves unironically.
2: There was a B story too about this young guy who they brought in who's very popular and he is streaming like five to six hours a day and bringing in a huge audience, but people are still mad at him because he's not making tickets.
1: That (laughs) that was the guy we talked about in the last episode, who literally like a nine-year-old was just walking around the house going, I'm I'm, so mad. I'm I'm angry. Okay, If somebody Uh, were to talk to me right now, I'd probably punch them. I'm so mad. Also,
0: (laughs) I know they showed it in previous episodes and I... It. I has. To, I hope to God it's a joke. Have you seen the mural in that guy's room? Uh, I don't think I remember. What's it? It's like it's just a him painted as like a buff vampire with some other guy's head. And I'm oh, assuming no. that's intended to be a joke, but also at the same time, what kind of freaking degenerate has that on their wall as wall art? Just themselves. Like that's yeah,
1: pretty weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fucking.
2: These are people. Again, these are people that can't have normal cognitive functioning. They're getting so much money and so much attention and so much love from the entire planet for literally doing nothing that it's not fair to ask them to have a normal perspective yep. on anything. And that's, that's where the fascination is coming into me. Like it's such a, such an interesting study into what this does to somebody. Um, it's what everybody wants, right at that age, or at least most people want is to have like that fame and fortune And it's kind of like the perfect millennial dream because they don't even have to have talent to have it. Like, they'll talk all the time about how talented they are and how great they are, but they don't do anything. They dance and take off their shirts. They do (laughs) thirst traps, Sam. Thirst traps. It's all about the thirst traps. Like, this is the end game of what started with the Paris Hilton porno tape where we just started making people famous for existing. And now we have a way to see all these people. Standards have fallen so low. (laughs) That don't do anything and... I don't know. It's it's so weird that they are so rich, and the stream one confused me because like he's clearly making a ton of money, and I don't understand why he needs the hype house. And sometimes I wonder, like, like he's like, I just want to be alone, and I'm making my money. It's like, well, then just leave, man, and just keep all of your profits. Like, I just contract. I I guess I don't
0: know how that works. Who
2: knows?
1: They probably who knows, dude. That's a good point. I think they they all just drink Bang Energy to to pay rent, and then all the all (laughs) the rest of the
0: money they make is theirs. (laughs) And they get a mini fridge every month. <laughs> uh,
2: there was also another. But
0: bit, yeah, this. Uh, oh, oh, do you have more to say, Sam?
2: I was gonna say that that, that was the insufferable core. Of, it, it continues to be insufferable and nearly impossible to watch. Yes, and I'm still amazed that you can feel like you've been locked into it for an it hour. Is a, it, and is it is a time. been three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: uh, event horizon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, is fucking brutal. Uh, Three years here is ten minutes in the real world. It's <laughs> interstellar, yeah, on the the water planet.
3: <laughs> Those <laughs> are like,
2: Even his background noise, because what I did was I grinded on Elden Ring while I had it on. Even his background noise, somehow it just slowed everything <laughs> so
0: down. Did you beat more bosses then because time was at a standstill? Yeah, you're fighting this. See no, see
1: you're in the same boss encounter for like, eight, like 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> God, <laughs> perfect
2: dodging.
0: <laughs> even with the messed up timing. Yeah. There was another bit with the, uh, whatever the the bitch made it out of the ghetto guy, and oh, yeah. Dragon, oh, right and they had a totally not manufactured for TV.
3: Oh yeah, totally argument. organic
0: conversation. Yeah, where he basically was calling her out for, I get. I don't remember the weird slang term they had for it, but like cultural <clears throat> appropriation. Yeah, I don't remember and The either. whole time I think it's oh, like, yeah. what culture? Fucking a Barbie doll? Like, what <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She looked like a completely fake
2: person. She's like made of plastic. Yeah, I, I, well, she is. I mean, because, I mean, she is, right? Like, very little of her is real. That was my understanding. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I didn't know what race she was. But, yeah, that's true. they did they did a touch. that's a pretty deep subject matter for the show, and I don't think they handled it right. well, yeah, it was like seemed like there was no
0: like all the evidence it showed like they showed like three pictures like, look at this, and it's like, what, what about that?
2: She looks darker in the lighting, right, And people are saying she's trying to be black, isn't that like e- or isn't that something what it is? like that I don't know, I don't know, and yeah, he like called her out on it, and I don't even again, I don't think there was any narrative resolution there. I think he's just like you're making people uncomfortable and she's like, well, Oh, you know what I just remembered? And it was infuriating. It's why I hated this episode so much. That episode starts with exactly what I'm talking about, where she's on the car with her mom. Oh, yes. And oh, she's my, like, my God. I was oh, so I'm here to conquer mad. the world, and, and people can't stop me, and I'm going to run this city. And I was like, but you don't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, And also, like, can you imagine? <laughs> it's like 20 years in the future. Your kid calls you. Hey, Mom, how's it going? I'm so great. Look at all the stuff I'm doing. Like, <laughs> shut up. I'm so up. sick of the drama.
2: <laughs> to your mom, yeah it was it was the stupidest conversation. It was like, and they're calling me out for being not going to this party or something, and I was just like, Name. I can't imagine
0: calling someone and then talking about myself for an hour, <laughs> like
2: <laughs> how does that even happen?
0: How does that allowed to exist? How was she not pulled over by a cop and shot immediately? <laughs>
3: Because she's, she's that, white. That, this
2: episode got off on the really wrong foot. I forgot about that. Well, yeah, she had was, a Lamborghini was, lease. That was, so. <clears throat> That's true. right. She had like the incredible car, and she's driving yeah, to talking was about a it was Corvette. Show and all those other stuff. Oh, it was? Oh, it was I
3: thought C8? it was a Lago.
0: Nope. Sorry.
2: Need to play more Grand. Turismo. I guess oh, so. Do? Grand
0: oh. Autismo. Here we come. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, And then they did the scene where the, the ghetto bitch guy <laughs> goes <laughs> and tries to buy his grandma house, and she won't do it. Which was kind of like it, it felt there was like that felt out of place in this show because it actually almost bordered on feeling somewhat real, yeah. like I don't know, I don't know. Am I wrong with that? like that? Almost felt it like was probably like the the pretense for them being there the felt
1: manufactured, like going through all the baby pictures and whatever. Yeah, like, but yeah, like yeah. there was a there was a kernel of realness there for sure. Yeah.
2: Like, you almost, you, you get the feeling that, yes, when the cameras aren't rolling, he really probably is trying to buy a place in a nicer park. It town was and like won't
1: do it. the show accidentally stumbled across something real. <laughs>
3: yeah. If you, if you, filmed, like the whole if you film that-
1: someone's life for long enough, even if that person is completely fake, you'll probably eventually yeah. get something real. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and you get the feeling, and he's the only one with anything even bordering on actual interest in character, because there seems to be something, it really seems to bother him that he wants to stay true to these roots of where he came from while exploding into fame into the largely white consumerist uh, audience. And I don't know, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but that's the closest thing i found anything to kind of engage with and actually watch. And this was very much a part of that, in the fact that he's like, nah, I want to get you out of the ghetto. And she's like, no, this is where we belong. This is uh, this is our home. And I don't know. <laughs> that all fed...
0: For context, I don't have... for that uh, portion, that's about 15 seconds of a 40 minute yeah, it's, episode. It's not So we're not, not yeah, giving uh, it credit <clears throat> just so everyone's aware.
2: <laughs> yeah, most of it is just these people and pretending And those to 15 get seconds
1: are reason. sandwiched within even its own segment by unwatchable garbage. It's like meta. <laughs> yeah. Like folds in on itself. Reality is flat. <laughs> like recursive into a black crash.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. And and even then this is like even me talking about it, it is probably was my brain desperately trying to find something to, of substance to watch in it. Like it's probably not even as I'm probably creating more interesting material in it than it actually was. I think literally like the line I'm drawing from is he's like, hey, you going to let me buy you an apartment. And she's like, no, I want to stay here. And I think that's what do you think did. it was like for
1: the people who had to edit the show together? Uh, Can you I imagine that the endless hours of dog shit, unwatchable footage? Oh, my God. Can you even Can imagine you what got cut from the show? There's probably, so obviously
2: there's an audience of millions, millions, and millions who love this stuff and love these people. I would guess that a lot of the people on the team are motivated and into it. You know, just because I don't connect with it and don't understand doesn't mean that there aren't people that do. And I, I fear for their souls, don't get me <laughs> wrong. But I would guess that the team, there, there's probably some really motivated people that are really into it there. I'm sure that there's one crusty old editor down <laughs> in the basement. Like, what the hell is this, shed? <laughs> It's like... <laughs> But, I mean, they probably, you know, brought in people that have worked on reality TV and knew what they were doing. And, I mean, they're probably making a pretty nice paycheck, so good for them. It's just in the basement.
0: I remember when Kennedy was assassinated. What is this garbage?
2: (laughs) I remember when we had scripts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Remember words on paper?
2: Remember daylight savings time? Being able to pronounce matrimony? Yeah. So, yeah, it continues to be vile garbage. Stay away from it. Listen to us talk about it. And I... How many episodes are in the season? It's are gotta be been... only
0: eight, right? I mean this is the fourth are we, one. I think. Are we getting there? Oh wait, no, this getting... might only be the third. God damn, this is a long show. Yeah. It's too this long.
2: It's a terrible. What have we done? This was a curse. Yeah. Uh usually I have fun preparing for bits for this show. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, I I, I have no fun watching.
0: As soon as I it I... The, it like dawns on me, like the you know, a few days before we record, I'll just like audibly just be like, uh I have to watch Hype House. Yeah, and then get consolated. But hey, by we get shit.
2: to <laughs> we get to talk about something fun now. We get to talk about something fun, uh-huh. and I this episode's already long, but I, I still want to do it as a palate cleanser. There's one more big thing that happens to we last recorded, and that's Ghost put out a new one. Ah,
0: <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, just so everyone's aware, uh, we're pushing back our crust in the wind discussion, which is pillar, one love revolution. We'll do that uh, in two weeks on our next episode release. So uh, <clears throat> yep, we're gonna talk about Ghost. This is a once every two years kind of thing. We always have to talk. God about willing, it. every year.
2: And I, I wanted, I, I pitched it. I want to go through it track by track. And I yep, I
3: got notes. Yeah, for sure.
1: I oh, I, can we take a super? I really have to piss. Can we take like a like a ninety yeah. second break? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> I'll go P two. Why not?
0: I'll sit here. <clears throat> I'll carry the show single handedly
2: talk more about uh talk more about Gran Turismo people like that all right give them more about the
0: uh there's lots of uh cars Gran Turismo uh oh boy uh i don't know anything about cars i know nothing it's actually this game will serve to make you realize that you literally know nothing about anything related to autos Uh, mechanics or years of cars or anything like that there's brands that i've never even heard of Um, granted some of them are defunct and have been for decades but even like modern cars where you're like what the hell is this thing you know where did this come from who made
1: this it's funny for me because like i was like a little kid when i got into racing games and i think like probably the way it originated was people were really interested in cars as, as a hobby and so like they they got into the games but like i didn't never give a fuck about cars ever and then i got into the games and then i started caring about cars <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so maybe that's gonna happen but there's like and then there's just like so many like there's cars that are cool by no measure it's like here's a 20 2003 toyota corolla
1: Wow, what a great car. I, I really I I miss that about like the old like Forza Motorsport 4, like the like the Forza game <clears throat> had like normal cars. It had like half of the library was like oh a Prius or like a like a <laughs> like a Chevy Spark or just like normal I, yeah, like normal so everyday we, on the street cars. <laughs> I remember we played that game
0: cuz I that was actually probably the first sim I bought where I kind of got turned off to the whole thing. Yeah, I had fun, but like I don't know. I it just didn't click at that time, but Yeah. Uh, I remember we took we raced Chevy Volts around the Nurburgring, <laughs> one lap took like five hours.
1: <laughs> it was so long. I I like that. It's it's a fun break from like the like the Giga uh, like Supercharged. Super like yeah, yeah, play yeah. It's fun. It's not like main game content, but it's like it's a nice thing to do. I like it. Yeah.
0: So I guess the one thing that's nice about Gran Turismo, like in relation to those like lower end cars, is that the, I. I think they have, like, at least the sportier model of them. And, uh, I don't know, there's, like, something about, like, uh, 90s Japanese cars and, like, street race kind of culture or something Yeah, that you can still kind of feel in this game. Like, you can go on, like, the Tokyo circuit, which is, like, well, a street circuit, but, you know, with no traffic, obviously, it's blocked off. But, I don't know. There's something cool about that, I guess. Just I'm back. Taking your Ford so Fiesta you know.
1: 2014.
0: <laughs> slapping a turbocharger in it.
3: supercharger.
1: All right, Ghost time. Ghost.
2: All right, so the new album, of course, is called Imperium, or Impera.
1: I, right. I, I do the same thing.
2: Um, is it, I Google it? Impera.
1: Is it Imperia, or
2: Impera? No, it's just Impera. Yep. Impera or Impera. Okay. I M P E R A. Okay. Uh, we are obviously. I, I think we should prep this <laughs> by said saying I M P. Fanboys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, you got me. I got myself. I played myself. True. <laughs> uh, we all really like ghosts, so chances are we're going to heap a lot of... Uh, actually, I don't know. We, we've we purposefully not talked about really how we feel about the album T. You
1: together, know the deal.
2: Scores up front.
1: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, on the scale, capital T, capital S, it's a uh, four. Tom?
0: Oh. Uh... hmm i am going to actually give this a three
1: okay
2: yep i had it as a three as well from negative five to five i have it as a three
0: yeah well and we'll get into why uh but yeah we can go track by track and
2: first and foremost with my score i want to say that it's a fantastic yeah i
0: love it three is means great basically like five is masterpiece but
1: i've got to say when it when it came out it was a 3 for me but i've been listening to it over and over and over again and like some of the misgi- some of the misgivings that i had uh, have yeah. grown on me and i i this is them.
2: absolutely it's a grower of an album it's a grower not a show the first time i listened to the album all the way through it was probably like a 2 i was like i don't really like this um but i've i've li- been listening to it on repeat a lot i've listened to this album a lot of times and uh, every song has pretty much grown on me and it's a it's an absolute fantastic Rock album. First of all, I love the guitar work. This is a guitar <clears throat> album. Yeah, they they, they got focus real on good guitar probably more than album. anything else. Um, and it's just got it's got this classic kind of rock
1: feel to it that I really love. It does. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll I'll yeah, we'll get into that. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Um. So if you've if you've briefly glanced over it and didn't like it, I think that's kind of normal. I think that these songs, you need to hear them a couple times before you start to appreciate them.
1: It's got um. The the structure of ghost songs and like the composition of ghost songs (laughs) so maybe you'll know what I mean right away. It's kind of reliant K E. Like it's not like a standard song structure. They always are there's always some kind of little flourish or shake up on like every little part of the song so that it's not just like droning. Does that make sense? Yeah. They know how to no,
2: they know how to build. They've always been great at their mixing, their composition, and the way they actually structure a song. Absolutely, that's one of Ghost's biggest strengths, and I think that's what drew them to me uh, originally. Was Cerise. That song builds on itself really well, and and becomes great. And that was kind of my my gateway into it. And this album is really them at peak performance, as far as that goes. Every verse or every fluctuation they do does something musically that shifts it up. And once you once you lock into it, it's really cool. They do
0: some yep. really
1: awesome stuff. So, so let's start going through the songs. Yeah, yeah. Imperium. Front of song number one.
0: That's the uh, instrumental, is it? Not?
1: It is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh, good. I think it's I think it's one of the better instrumental we've done. Like, it's I not know. like
1: just ambient noise, which half of the instrumental slash opening, slash filler, whatever tracks are. They're just like sounds it's like it has a melody. <laughs>
2: it really sets the mood for the album. I think it, it accomplishes its mission of like getting you like, first of all, that's one really cool thing about this album. You need to listen to it all the way through, which is very yes. rare in today's musical landscape. Like this is this this has a flow to it and if you listen to it from track one to track 12 you'll have a much better experience than if you just like randomly listen to hunter's moon or whatever yeah um, i agree like every song feeds into the next one really well and as far as setting you up and like getting you into that mindset imperium accomplishes it and yeah it's, it's a great i'll track. have a few yeah, things a- like
1: on that ilk too as we go on
0: there's it's a very uh metallica <laughs> kind of sounding <clears throat> intro, it is right, yeah for sure you
2: I mean, they covered Enter the Sandman, and they released a cover of Enter the I, I think they were vibing really hard with that era and that style of music when they wrote this. Yeah. Uh, its influences. I, I, I'm i not even a huge Metallica guy, but I felt that influence through a lot of these songs. Like, I think that they went to the By the Rules textbook of a Metallica writing session and yeah. kind of did that for a lot of
1: the- Even the the intro is very, like, master of puppetsy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But it works.
2: It does. Yeah. I like Sounds it a good. lot. And that leads into the first real track, which is "Caesarea."
1: Caesarea is, which is a banger. Is, <laughs> I love Kayserion. Can you think of how many Ghost songs are in a major key?
2: Mm, not many not at all. Many. A lot. I, no, I posted they, they, them on this album. Funny enough, is that true? Well, yeah, I think so yeah, a lot of these songs are in a major key. I, I think so. I'm not the best at that, but I even I was like, this is it's a little peppier than their usual. <clears throat> uh, Kayserion definitely is. And I think it's a great song. It does not sound like a ghost song. And I think that probably throws a lot oh, of Oh yeah. It off. starts off with the
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
3: not really a ghost um, uh,
2: staple. They they like to have songs that are playful, like Rats, which is just a ridiculous song, but you know it's catchy. Uh this is I think better than Rats as far as like a like an opening track, like rock song. Yeah. yeah. Um it's very catchy. <clears throat> I love the guitar work of it. It's a uh, it's a very fun song. I, I and I can see why they.
1: Oh go on. oh, I'm sorry. You finish. I
2: was gonna say they opened with this at the last time we saw them, and of course we'd never heard the song before. and the mixing, uh, in the stadium was terrible, so we couldn't understand at all what was happening. Um, but after hearing it enough times, I see why they open with it. It's very driving. Yeah, it's a very pedal to the metal song. Like it's it's meant to get you like high. It's like a
0: quintessential it, it opener. It. Like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It was designed to be.
1: Yeah, I I think like you were saying, Sam, like how it's a it's like an album, it's like a guitar work album. I think even more yeah. so than that, this is an album of vocal melodies. And I think like Kayserion is like I, I mean I, I'm gonna say this for every song, but like the pre-chorus slash chorus, like the melody is so fucking unbelievably catchy. <laughs> it is.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, that's interesting because
2: I don't. Uh... I mean uh, I'll go ahead and spoil it a little bit. I don't think this is the catchiest of albums. Like I don't think that there's Kyserion is definitely earworm bait. It's not a single song. I think are... Ghost
1: when, when like cuz the a lot of the lyrics are pretty like rapid fire, especially in the part that I'm talking about that's really catchy. Uh usually if there's like a Ghost song that isn't very sing-songy, it's not that catchy. If it's something that I can't sing at a show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the sound of another deadline whistling past yeah, your ears. Yeah. Is that the uh-huh. part you're talking? About? Yeah, that's that's the best part of the song, easily. Yeah, and
0: I, I guess throughout, they dropped a lot of the uh, doom and gloom and spooky kind of sound for this yeah. album overall.
2: Yeah, I I would say they even. I mean, I'm sure that lyric. I mean, lyrically, they still allude to Satan and they don't like, like
0: outright say devil or hell. But or, it's, not, it's say, not. as bad as you can go straight like, to and then. They don't say it. Yeah, it's not kind Twin
2: of interesting. Temple.
3: Yeah. Satan. Whoa. I mean, in Kayserion, yeah.
2: In, in Kyserion, they're literally like, stay away from the stench of the heavens. I mean, that's a yeah. lyric. But even that, I mean, they're not, it's not a song that- you know, It's not your Zero. Let's have a satanic orgy. Or a ritual. It's not
1: that. Yeah. The edge is coming off.
2: They are definitely, we are seeing them transition into a pop act more and more. And I think they will hit a saturation point where I won't like them as much, but I think that this is kind of like that peak stage in that transition where they still have enough of an identity to be really fun to listen to. Um, if if the whole album was all Kyserians, I don't think that it would be as good, but I love that they're, this song's on
0: there. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think, does anyone have more to say about that track? Mm, no. Not really,
2: no. I think
0: the third track may be my favorite <clears throat>
1: Yeah, spillways is, is awesome. Uh, the number it's one on my notes, I, it says it's literally like a Bon Jovi song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like this. I didn't. Song. I didn't connect that. I didn't connect that to to Bon Jovi, but that's
2: an interesting. I'd have to listen to it again, thinking of Bon. Oh, Jovi. Oh yeah, it is mind.
0: kind that of. I'm listening to mind. it in the background here. Yeah, uh, same, I can see what there. you mean. Like that starts the piano. Da, da, da,
1: da, yeah. It, well, it's just like an like an yeah. old school like maybe even like meatloafy like old school like seventies eighties rock was, and roll like they
2: evoked a lot of like meatloaf and metallica yeah. like that's what I kept going back to is that kind of stuff I I could definitely see the meatloaf thing I hadn't really connected Bon Jovi to it but you're not I'm not saying you're wrong
1: I love Spillways though it's a great song it's a really good song another super catchy chorus yeah
3: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. um I don't have a ton to say about that one do I. It's,
1: uh, yeah. It's not particularly noteworthy. It's just a really catchy, good song.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, Call Me Little Sunshine. That's that's what I have some stuff to say about. Uh, I like the end of this song. I think that when they actually get to the, you will never walk alone, yeah. you can always reach me. Like that is, it gets, it really finds its stride there. Yeah, it sounds more ghosty by a, the end
0: of it. Like,
2: but, Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the beginning, I always kind of have to just kind of get through the beginning. And. <sighs> I think they're trying a little too hard to like.
0: This is this seems like. Um, what's the? Is it from the pinnacle to the pit? Where? Oh uh, yeah, yeah that's cr- that. Like that was yep. like a spookier sounding song. This sounds like they're trying to be spooky sounding again. Yeah. Call me little yeah. sunshine. <laughs> I'll steal you away in the night. <laughs> but it's like yeah. it doesn't. It does not resonate as well as their as Mel Raya did.
2: I think the core of the problem is lyrically ghost sometimes has problems, you know, most notoriously with, you know, don't forget about dying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> about your friend. And and this song this album doesn't have anything that bad. That's probably one of the worst songs they've ever written. <laughs> well but, there's a there's a rough one on this album coming up. There is one. I I we probably it's I don't know, we'll see. It's probably the same one. Um and it's why this album actually got knocked down to a three. Almost entirely because of that song. Um, I have a problem just with the lyric, Call Me Little Sunshine. Like, I don't know. Call that just you Little Sunshine or me. call me comma like,
0: Little Sunshine? I never understood.
2: Which one is he saying? I, I'm pretty sure it's Call Me, comma Little Sunshine. That's how I've taken it. Because th- this is one of those songs where Satan is supposed to be tempting you away. From yeah, the it's light, like, just call right? me Little Sunshine. I'm the
1: devil, you know, Little Sunshine. Yeah. It's apparently... Like, I, I I Googled it because I thought it was weird. It's apparently an Alistair Crowley reference. Ah. Uh, gotta uh, have
0: it. Okay,
2: well, maybe. <clears throat>
1: gotta have There's it. some artistic credit there then. But just on its face
2: as a song, I, you know, do I really want to be rocking out in my car to call me little <laughs> sunshine? Yeah. I mean, probably not. Uh, I do. Th- I love the guitar work in it, though. And again, once it gets to the actual, like, sing-along, like, uh, refrain part of it, I think it really gets really good. So it's kind of like a 50-50 song for me. It's it's one of the weaker It's I'm bummed that it's a single because I think it's one of the weaker ones on the album. But I get why they did it because I think pop audience, the pop crowd, will love the sing-songy nature of the end yeah. of it. Yeah. But all in all, I think this is gonna it's gonna further alienate any rock and rollers or especially heavy metal people that were on the fence about Ghost and. I don't, th- and I think that because of the satanic nature of the song, the really pop and light crowd still isn't going to connect with it either. So I think it was kind of a misfire for them.
0: Yeah. Number five, mm. Hunter's Moon. This is a film. Th- uh, they yes. played this live as well. And I think yeah. this one went over a little better than uh, Kaiserian did. Like, I, I like this. Make this out more.
1: I like this song 10 times more in the context of the album versus the single that yeah. came out like five months ago or whatever. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep that that this was the song that I was thinking of when I said it's a good one to listen to
1: yeah, all the way. Yeah, like like when I'm through. primed and Hunter's Moon comes on, it's 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 unironically so much better.
2: I had a hard time with Hunter's Moon initially cuz to me the song still sounds like they dumped like it's when you have like a little bit of cereal left in a few boxes, so you just dump it all into one bowl and you just eat it. <laughs> it feels very if it, it, it's like mixing and matching a lot of classic Ghost elements into a new song. Um it feels I I guarantee like it feels like a song that they wrote really quickly because they needed a filler or a single or something like that. It doesn't have a lot of the flourish that a fully, like even Call Me Little Sunshine, you can tell that a lot of time was put into making sure that every piece flowed very well into each other. This one just never, it, it consistently feels like they were like, well, we we need a harder song, so let's just write something a bit harder, a headbanger real
0: quick. Yeah, we'll do the, the classic <laughs> ghost, like, and then have yeah. some like noodling over the top of it. That's, but that's despite that, to fairly often
2: in the contest of the album, it's it, it gets me hyped. I do get, I do find myself banging my head a little bit, and it does get me. It, it, when I was working in the hospital recently, it, it it was a good song to go to work listening to because it did kind of get me like, "It's a hunter's moon,"
3: and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> hunting." Yeah. Uh, but uh... I forgot what I was going
0: to say. No, it's it's a uh, it's a good. I don't know. It was. I think it's tainted a little bit for me. It, it was good live. Like it's a good live song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, it's a good like crowd hype kind of song. Uh, they got a few of those that are better probably in the context of a concert than maybe they would be on a record. Like I've never particularly liked Mummy Dust, but when they play that live, yeah, that song. That's yeah,
1: really yeah, yeah, like the is a fucking banger live. But I oh I that, that one definitely skip it on albums. Yeah.
2: The first time I heard Mummy Dust, I was like, "This song's stupid." Then I saw it live a couple times, and now it's it's on regular <laughs> rotation because I don't know. It's just seeing it live elevates that one so much. And Hunter's Moon is definitely in the same. Like yeah. I agree. Like you see that one live, and you're like, "I see what they're doing." Again, um, pre-chorus, catchy as fuck. Yeah,
0: yeah, they can write a they can write a catchy tune. Let me tell you,
2: I have I think that if I had not heard this song as a single, I guarantee, like in an alternate dimension. Uh, it's probably one, it would probably have been one of my favorites on the album, yeah. But same. just because it they released it as a single, uh, uh, that I couldn't connect with very well. I think that it brought it down for
0: me. And like, it's really interesting the ones they chose to release before the album release because they are they d- they seem without the context of the album they seem like at odds. Like there's it's. They're juxtaposed to one another.
1: Right? Yeah, we'll get to that one like, later. <laughs> like Kayserion.
2: <laughs> really should have been the single. Kayserion should have been the single.
1: Yeah, it should have.
2: Like I don't, I don't know who decided that it wouldn't be. Yeah. Um. Are you sure track eight? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all. I think that's going to be a gang. <laughs> I'm glad to know we're all on the same page with that one. Uh. But next is six. Watcher in the sky. This is the one that for me benefited the most from re-listens. The first time I heard it. It was too repetitive and droning. Wait, which song? And I, I oh, Watcher wait, wait, in the okay, sky. Yeah, okay, Um, we were starting to talk about songs way ahead, yep. so I wanted to keep us <laughs> on track
1: and just move us forward.
2: Uh, but as I've re-listened, "Watcher in the Sky" is a banger, dude. It's such a good this rock ga- song.
1: This song, fucking old. They're gonna be, they're gonna be playing yeah. this song live until they all die of old age. This song yep. is a fucking yep. banger.
2: It really is. It really, really is. This is. This feels like like elevated for them. Like they really connected with some sort of classic rock spirit from the eighties and like <laughs> channeled it into this song. Like it really, like it's so good
1: too. And it has like the <laughs> ultimate sing song chorus that like 40,000 yeah. people will all scream drunk off their ass.
2: Yeah.
3: Search light. Yeah. This song, I it's fucking cool love this song.
2: I
1: this the might sky. be my favorite on the yeah. album.
2: I have a, I have a really uh, controversial favorite on the, okay. album. Okay. <laughs> That I don't think you guys are going to agree with, but that's okay. There's
1: only two um, that could be controversial.
2: It's not. It's not the rude It's we'll yeah. Get yeah, yeah. Uh, if like "Watcher in the Sky," out of all the songs on this album, that's yeah, I think that's probably the one that I would play for somebody if I was trying to get them. It's into the ghost. most ghost song. Yeah, I think I would be like like Cerise is always like whenever I have somebody that's interested in ghosts, I always play them Cerise first because it, it never misses. That's just just a one in a decade song. Um, but on this album, I think that Watcher in the Sky is when I'd be like, nah, this is why I like that. Like, I think that if you're trying to explain to somebody in this climate where Ghost is hated by a lot of people and you're like, nah, let me explain to you why I enjoy them so much. I think this is the song you put on, you'd like break down the way they're doing their guitar and their bass and the drums and the vocals working together to create this like encompassing experience that Ghost does so well. Great. And then I'd make them listen to it a second and third time. Think, <laughs> Guess they what, did you, you hear this man. part? Hang on, I'll rewind. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll <laughs> rewind. Searchlights,
0: oh, you know, here always says searchlights.
1: <laughs> yeah, that rocks. You see, this uh, is actually a reference to Bioshock, the lighthouse. <laughs> it al- yeah,
2: <laughs> it also has a, it also has a sweet solo. Watching this guy has it a, does, good song. yeah,
1: it does. Yeah,
2: going back to that guitar, the fundamentals. They went back to the fundamentals a lot in this. They got rid of a lot of the extra pomp, and they got. This is a very fun There was, was no song. sax solo, though. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I was going to say that I was saving that for the very end. <laughs> uh, the other reason it's it's a three instead of a four is because there's not a single saxophone on this album that I heard. And I've really scoured it with. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, it's I never probably heard it. buried
1: one. under like 50 plugins. Doesn't there is like a, uh, there is like a um, Steve Austin Glass sample on one of the songs. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh um
2: that is one this is a good time to mention and acknowledge this is a very heavily produced album. Yeah,
1: it really is. And I mean
2: you, there are people that hate that. You're you're not kidding. There's probably ten thousand channels in every single yeah, one yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah. it's like, very it is layered. Sound stacked on which, sound stacked on sound. Which, which it's not muddy. On, which I like real
0: quick. That sounds like it might be hypocritical with us saying this is stripped back. It's complexity wise it's stripped back, not depth wise. Like this is their most yeah. deep deeply produced album like there's like like Morton the
2: covid out. shows you can smell the covid on it that they were locked in a studio <laughs> for like a all right let's throw the like, choir
0: on this one too let's
2: go ahead and throw let's just put another layer and you know now let's do a low guitar like let's do a second main guitar just doing the low strings like it is but uh i don't mind that i know some purists really do i i've never you know ghost is a theat as a theater group. yeah it is <laughs> they're a band so the more dramatic and the more produced they want to get it doesn't bother me but I mean, you're signing up for a stage show. Just know that. Not a as much as we praise it for being very much like reminiscent of the classic rock, it's definitely way more overproduced than that. And Watcher in the Sky is one where you can definitely hear that. <laughs> uh Dominion number seven. Instrumental. Uh standard filler.
0: It's good. It's yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't they really have do one of these in an album, it seems like.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh it fits the tone of the album, I guess. I don't know. As
2: opposed to Imperium, I don't think that it adds anything. There are two yeah. instrumental, two more. There's one more instrumental after this, and both of them I feel like could should have just been cut. I I don't think... They don't keep you in a place or a state of mind where you would have been out of. Like, Watchers in the Sky, are pretty hyped. Yeah. you're pretty high and ready to go. You don't really need, like, a filler after And Sky.
1: Imperium is, like, good on its own, but it also, <laughs> like, is reprised later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I don't have much to say about it. You can definitely skip yeah. it. So this is going to bring us to uh, probably one of the hottest songs on this album. I
1: <laughs> I love this song, unironically. Do you I really? I actually do. Do you really? I like hated God, it. What? what is wrong with you? I heard it when it... Uh, when they dropped it as a single, and I was like, "What the fu- <laughs> what the fuck is this?" But like, I've come around. I really like the song. Unironically, it's like
2: I-, I think it's hilarious. I think it's a hilarious song. I not- think that the delivery that he does of- it's literally yeah. it's literally like it's- a
1: Disney villain intro.
2: Yeah, it's very funny. Um, and if if you're looking for that, if you're looking for a lot of personality in a song that doesn't usually get through in this modern age of music, that's cool. I actually like, I I will say I unironically like the guitar. I like the way that it starts off with like the orchestra and kicks into that. Yeah. Like, I like I, that. I'm
1: calling it right now, Sam. If we go see them live and they play the song, you're going to be like, I fucking love that song. Maybe. I, I,
2: I would agree with that. I'm not going to argue with that. As far as being on the recording, this is the one that I skipped the most.
0: Okay. In the
1: 20s. 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skip
3: I love this song. Me. I would... Pass
2: me up with that. No, thank you. Um. Oh. I don't, I I listen to it just about every time I listen to it. Like, I don't hate it, but I will say that I think it's the weakest one. I get a kick out of it. Every time I find myself, like, smirking at just how silly it is. They have
0: a lot of the Um, the weird sweet English, too, in this song. Where it's like, it doesn't, the grammar doesn't quite (laughs)
2: line up exactly. See, I'm torn on it because I'm glad it exists. I'm very glad that this song is out there because I feel like this is Ghost being very silly in the studio. And I think that's important for the longevity of the band. I don't get much from it, um, as far as something to hook into and, and actually enjoy in my listening time. Um,
0: as it stands, I'd rather listen to "Don't Forget About Dying."
2: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't actively hate the song that much. I I can see why Corey appreciates it. I'm kind of like I think the middle between you two. I dislike it, but not enough to like. I've listened to it more times than I've skipped it. I just, it was a terrible single. It wasn't yeah. it was oh, a terrible. A baffling, terrible baffling oh my decision. god. It was who who was thought I don't know like, if it was like the
1: band or like a producer or like the record. Like, I don't know who the fuck thought like yeah, this is a good representation of what this album is gonna be like. I don't know who yeah, thought there's that. nothing else. Well that's it sticks out
0: like a sore thumb. That's my problem with it. It doesn't like it doesn't align with the the instrumental before and it doesn't like transition into the next track seamlessly either it just seems like it's just there it's just like here's a thing that's this is an island on this album it's completely removed yeah. from everything else
2: it feels like they wrote it being silly and then it was like uh you know have you ever heard the phrase shave the cat or kill the puppy like when you're writing yeah. and like you have something that you personally really like but it probably doesn't fit in your project this is probably or, or you know kill your baby your darlings or whatever this is probably a darling that probably should have been cut and released like as an extra, it, I think it would have fared a lot better as like an extra on like the deluxe edition, uh, as a, on the album is probably harmless enough as a single. I think it probably cut their sales by like 10% and I'm not even kidding. Cause it's definitely not like nobody in their right mind would hear that and be like, ah, man, I gotta go pick that up right now or I gotta go stream that right now. In the 20s, <laughs> like what is that? uh um, um, uh.
0: I don't have anything else. To, I just dislike this track a lot. That's all I have to say, really.
2: I'll keep listening to Drugor. Maybe I'll come around. I definitely think it'd be fun live. It's a very fun song. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, that brings us to nine Darkness at the Heart of My Love. This is my controversial. I, I like ballads, okay? Yeah. Crucify Me. And I really like this song. I think it's beautiful. I. Fl- I, think I it's flipped on this one song. hard too.
1: I th- I hated it the first time I heard it. I thought it was like an Imagine Dragons song or something. I like I really didn't like yeah. it. But But uh, I've I've come all the way around it on it again, and I, I think, it's like it's not great, but it's pretty good. It, I the second half is really good, but the first half is kind of boring. With like the overarching
0: '80s '70s rock thing, it makes sense that you have like one, uh, ballad like this. But yeah, that was yeah. like a staple of you know like you have like White Snake or something and they release a ballad and like hair metal bands so I think it in the context of what they're going for for the record it makes sense not one of my favorite tracks but it's it's got it's merits I suppose
2: I just love the melody I love the way the melody and the guitar work together I think they do some really cool stuff vocally um, I don't care for it lyrically but I mean ballads I'm never going to connect with lyrically this is one that I just like I, I this is gonna, I don't even know if I can say this right. I just like to listen to it, but I don't <laughs> I don't get any um substance out of it. But I mean, I guess it's very theatrical and I've always like I like ghosts the more uh pomp they are, the more they are selling their shtick yeah. and I think this is a very sticky song and I like it for that reason. Um that being said, as I've listened to the album more and more, there's another song that's becoming my favorite and we haven't talked about it yet. Okay. Uh And so this is one that I think over time I'll probably, this one I'll probably get sick of and stop listening to because it's like too sweet. Like when you have a cupcake with too much frosting on it. And I think another song is probably going to be the one that I keep listening to
1: long after uh, the album isn't on rotation anymore. So. Well, the next song, Griftwood, is like the quintessential classic rock throwback ghost song. it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's great. It feels like it's a, it it honestly feels like one that they wrote
1: before they were huge that they brought
2: back and and repurposed for this album. Like it it feels like classic Ghost actually.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this song it's just a really good Ghost song.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah. Same. If you like Ghost, you'll like it. If you don't, it probably won't sell you over, but if you're looking for something that like, like all, all the way before even um before they got big on the charts, like this is this is a core sound of theirs um bite of passage is a useless instrumental again I don't know what
0: it's supposed actually to totally
1: useless yeah yeah and it's 30 like,
0: seconds like why
1: why is that there and it doesn't it doesn't it it. set up the next song like at all no, <laughs> no. I don't yeah, I don't know I don't know why it's there
2: I really it almost feels like they accidentally pressed it <laughs> and didn't want to repress the whole album so they're like okay <laughs> I guess that's on there now um useless um skip it every time because it it's not fun to listen to and it doesn't put you in any kind of state of mind, so yeah, screw that now that brings us to number twelve, which is quickly becoming it's overpassing to become my favorite song on the album, respite of the s the Spital or fields.
1: I think it's um it's like number two or three for me. I really like the song, yeah it's good I love this it's song so it's a 80s, fantastic like the chorus yeah.
0: guitar at the beginning is like something right out of like i don't know some hair metal band album
2: it feels epic i mean this feels like it almost feels and Corey, you're the master of this you can shoot me down it feels almost like they're crossing into some prog territory just a little just with just enough there's the way the bass is structured for example as opposed to so a lot of bass they'll have four notes that you just play over and over again and that's like a bass yeah right uh in that four four count uh and you know that's like a lot of worship music is okay uh, this song, and I listen, I think everybody singles out the instrument they play the most the first time they hear a song. This one does what I've noticed happens a lot in Prague, where it's a what I call, this is not a technical term because I have never had professional lessons, which is very obvious if you ever hear me play, I call it a, a roving or a roaming bass, which is like, um. so they did that really good on uh, uh a song that they historically, that I can't think of the name of, I should have prepared it, but it's a, that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, you know, that kind of like that Weezer kind of sound. This song has this roaming bass, but it's slowed down a little bit where it's like that boom, 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 boom. And I really love it. And that feeds itself into the way the song is kind of like, it's a journey, it's an epic song about them leaving, I guess. if I'm sure there's a story to this album. If, it, if it's a concept album, it doesn't tell the story well enough that you would ever pick up on it on your own, which is a pet peeve of mine. I don't know if it is a concept album. This song, though, is the story of them leaving this impura, this great city. Of leaving what? Is, that this album is leaving the city. Like, Oh I, yeah. The way I take it is that this album is about a great civilization. Um, I think that's the, I'm guessing by the fact that it's called Impera and that there's a lot of references to that kind of thing. This is the song about them leaving, of course, to go and seclude themselves away from what the city has become. And I could be way off. That's my interpretation of it. Um, and I think it, I love songs like green day did that, like, like you know, I'm leaving. and I'm not coming back kind of a song. And I, I connect really well with those. <clears throat> and I
1: really like this one. This uh, this is another if, like stadium song that like oh, yeah. we will break away like that'll yeah that'll yeah. be a big this will be a big hit, yeah and um like I I can't help but come back to the fact that I really
2: wish that we, they could would have just played this whole album
1: yeah that was at kind of the last show bummer they only played
0: two of the singles right yeah, yeah they played Call yeah. Me Sunshine and Hunter's Moon I and mean, they didn't even play like. They got like huh, that that was just kind of a frustrating concert. They only were on for like 45 minutes and they didn't even come back. They yeah, didn't have I'm, an encore I'm, or anything. They didn't play He Is, which I'm, seems really weird. Yeah.
2: I'm telling you there's something going on with that album because I have seen lots of video from the shows that they've done on this tour and they usually at least do a costume change into the new suits. So something was very wrong that night. And I will we'll I will continue know. to uh, blame Volbeat. Yeah. For everything. I, I
1: just want another evening wi- I, I want like when we saw them at the Armory that's the yes. best show I've yes. ever been to. It's yeah, like that was awesome. I
2: I want to see an imp- I want to call me crazy. I want to see an Imperator. I want to see them play this album. I really want to see these I, songs yeah, I don't know live. who booked
1: this tour. I don't I don't think Ghost. I don't want to see Ghost booked with booked with other talent. I just don't.
2: Yeah,
1: it doesn't it doesn't make sense. To, I don't know who I would put them with. It's just like oh of course Twin Temple of course oh of course of course yeah <laughs> like when we when we saw them at the Armory it was just them that was like a two hour twenty minute show or something it was a long show. Yeah. Like just he did all these jokes. A, <laughs> just make it a ghost show.
2: Yeah. Are you having a good time? Smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a song that I absolutely want to see. I love the and the
0: outro and I really wish. The reprise of the, yeah. the
1: intro instrumental yes. yeah. is very, very nice cathartic.
0: Little cap, Nice little cap to the whole venture.
2: Album closers can make or break. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's 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 what you're left with. It's the taste. It makes me sad mouth.
1: that it's over. Hearing the outro of the last song. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Every time I'm like, oh man.
1: <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I think I think as time goes on, this will be the song that makes its way on the playlist that I'll keep playing. I really like this one am I I'm really curious am I would you call any of this even slightly prog? like are they even venturing into that territory uh, it's, it's I would, I would than... say they play with it I
0: don't they
1: don't go like that's not like hardcore like yeah Yeah, I'm not calling it, it prog really song like crazy, but, they're, but they're flirting with it when right? you were talking I was thinking of it this way that like bands who call themselves and that I would call a progressive bands have put out less progressive songs than this <laughs> so like okay it's True. somewhere in the middle ground it's like I, Rush I, I Prague, hear what you mean for sure. Yeah. That's what I
2: was going to say. It felt like they were, if, if we're going for a full tour of classic rock, this felt like they were like, like I don't know, what, what's a LaCroix? This felt like a LaCroix Rush song, which is fine for me because I don't necessarily love prog rock in its fullest, full potency. <laughs> so I think that just getting that, that little taste of it, I think served this song really well. And I would love to see them do more of these like epic, kind of like almost storied songs. It's progressive for a ghost album, I'd say. Yeah, I'll take that. Like- I'll take that. Yeah. It's the most progressive they've saying... been. Yeah, I would agree with
0: Sometimes that.
1: Sometimes
2: I want to know if I'm if I'm just saying something really stupid. So I really wanted to know. But that was like my
1: impression of it. <clears throat> yeah. Well the the, the, cor- the Hunter's Moon chorus is in nine. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nine eight or nine what? Uh, nine uh, I think it's f- f- nine eight. I think. I'd have to hear it again. Huh. Cool. I like time signatures. They're fun. I like any time signature that's not 4 4. 5 4. Hell yeah. Oh, no, it's 9 4. I lied. Sorry, I'm just sitting here, like playing it in my head. <laughs>
2: Man, I should have said something. I was going to, I, I should have said something. I, I, ah. Sometimes I wish that I'm afraid that I'll sound stupid. I was going to say that. I should have said it. You should have, true. So yeah. could have like it like in my face. I was talking about. Hey, it happens all the time. <laughs> that happens Who all the time in, in my loser. career as a nurse. I'll know the answer and, and I don't say it because I don't want to look dumb. And then it turns out that I was right. And you start trusting myself. True uh anyway great album i very much like it um now
0: the important question in the entire ghost discography where does this go for you guys
1: oh god are we just doing our ad hoc album rankings right now
0: well we could just do like well yeah
1: Sure. Okay, I'm leaving out Opus Eponymous or however you say it. Yeah, not if that wasn't a full length. Yeah, album, sure. Right? So from 2013 yeah. up, is that in- what we're in- doing? Infestus, okay. Samsonimus Meliora. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would I put my personal order in Meliora, uh, Infest Samson, <laughs> okay. uh, Impera, and then prequel. <laughs> yeah, I. That's my order. I think too. that's exactly
2: honestly. I, I think do. this for me is. My
0: least favorite Ghost album yet. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think I would put it below Prequel, actually. But maybe I haven't listened to it enough. I'll listen to it more. Uh, I really like Prequel on many uh, re-listens. There are some classic Ghost weirdness to it, like the "Don't you forget about dying."
1: Yeah, I I think that I think as an aggregate, like if you add up the scores of all the songs, Prequel and Um impera are pretty similar, but like mm-hmm. Prequel has really high highs and really low lows <laughs> <This> yeah <laughs> prequel definitely when it when it bottoms out it it's it's like like which up. image and life eternal and like faith and Rats are like really good songs but yeah. like i everything else is
2: kind of those are <laughs> exactly the ones I choose to mm. yeah. soon you still got some time. are you telling me to get off? are you telling me to get off the podcast? Did you come down here to tell me to, to to sign off and come play with you. You want to say hi to some folks? You don't want to say hi?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my daughter.
2: The a mini Sam here.
1: Mini Sam? Oh, God, now there are two of them.
2: <laughs> you don't want to say hello? They can hear you anyway. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, quick, Sam, before you um, got to go, what did you learn today?
2: Uh, I learned... <laughs> this is going to be a mean one. I'm sorry, guys. I learned that I have zero <laughs> interest in
3: what
2: a <laughs> you were curiously
0: quiet that whole time, Sam.
3: Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: learned that that is a conversational black hole for me, <laughs> and that I have nowhere to latch onto. It. Great. We'll keep been we'll, we'll trying we'll to be Segment of the
0: week. We'll keep it going. Just kidding.
2: I will never take a topic away from you guys. Talk all you want, but I learned that I just have nothing to contribute. <laughs> to it at
0: all. You just gotta watch.
1: Dude, we'll get him one day. We'll suck him in.
0: Uh, well, I learned that in a basement somewhere, there is a an old editor from the golden age of cinema <laughs> reviewing Hype House footage, <laughs> hours upon
1: hours of it, and wanting to hang himself with his belt. <laughs> he's, he's doing like the Godfather and Shawshank Redemption, and now he's like, he's hard up for work. <laughs> he's doing Hype House. <laughs> 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 what is this? <clears throat> Uh, I learned that we finally found an issue that can bring the Taliban and the troops together. <laughs> Daylight savings time.
0: Yes.
2: I like, uh, I like that imperialist train of thought where it's the Taliban and just the troops. Oh yeah, the troops. the American troops. The troops! troops. Yep. <laughs> troops. 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 Rit large. Capital World, T please. troops. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright guys, thanks for recording. I'm gonna hop off. My attention is needed elsewhere. Thanks Go for, speed. uh, thanks for hanging out.
0: Yep. No problem. Uh, stay hard, America.
2: Stay hard.
0: See you next
2: time.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.